buttholes. Butthole. Shout out oh, to buttholes. Hello. Shout out. Uh, EP of the podcast. Buttholes. <laughs> Oh, hey, guys. How Welcome. does Neil feel? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hold on, I've just set some things on my watch, if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Sorry. No. Uh, Bianca's doing her last looks. <laughs> no, wait. If you know. get this text, it's too late. <laughs> it's I already not. recorded a podcast. Uh, Bianca. Hey, you. How was your week? Okay. I have. Okay, I did. I I. I booked a commercial for this diamond facial. Fantastic. So what do you have to do? Is it a print? It was just, it was digital. This one was digital and it was just, they gave me. Digital means the internet. But that's like a, there's, it sounds shitty, but it's a big. It's a bigger, you can't even imagine. It's a wild There's more digital, there's bigger digital buys now than TV buys. Exactly. So, um, and then they gave me a facial Mm. with diamonds. Mm. So it's like a tip. It's like a diamond. Did you tip. open your mouth and try to catch some diamonds so you could so you could <laughs> cheat them, you, as they say? It's not in how tri- you catch diamonds. The same prison, you ah, <laughs> and then you put them in your cheeks. No, and they take a diamond thing and they remove like a whole layer from your face. Of I thought of you of soot of, of soot of, of stuff just gunk just a dead skin. Interesting. And it was fantastic. And then I threw my friend a baby shower. Well, well, well. Did your ovaries hurt? <laughs> no. Um, I threw my friend a baby shower. Also, have you been to a baby shower? You look like you're on your way to one. <laughs> uh, I He's love your a- comedy. I always <laughs> have. Um, uh, I'm wearing pink. He's wearing a light pink. I, I'm, uh, Sorry, low-hanging. I don't. I'm uh, just a visitor to the earth, and your colors mean nothing to me. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've been to a. I don't think I have. I've been to a Chris in it. The, the that thing. Oh, the, you've been to a the Chris. You've been to a Chris. I've been to a Chris. Yeah. All Didn't of... like it. <laughs> Wait, did they snip there? Yeah. Oh. He didn't suck it though. That's that's that was the good. weird thing. We don't talk. Yeah, about we don't that. do that. That's not good. We don't do that. Um, I just you at parties is it's one of my favorite images. Images. And um, it's something that something well, you swore off. Well, at a party, off. I don't. I mean. Uh, uh, Certain parties I would not mind. A, it was an ex made me go to someone she worked with. It's just one of these things. Like yeah. you don't want to go. <laughs> why do why I are have? you making me go? Like why put me through this? <laughs> why? So I just the whole time my energy was why are you putting me through this? Like an hour and a half, two hours of just nonsense, uh, just fake relationships yeah. with people. She didn't. She like stopped working there two months <laughs> late. It just like this is a total sham. Right. And From top to bottom. <laughs> so she, now, now are you just like, I, I'm, I don't want to go to that. Or I'm would you not, be there? Uh, I, I don't know what, I mean, now I don't, I think I would say, I, I think it's, it's not for me. <laughs> I would feel I don't like have the life source. I don't have the life force. force I don't want to spend go. my life force on that. It's good. My limited time here on the planet. Well, um, making a baby shower with a group of women, I was basically on a committee. Uh-huh. It was my nightmare. It, I couldn't believe how dramatic it was. Yeah. I was like, eat cake, open presents, call it a day. No. No. What kind of plates are we getting? We need, Do you I want to. I didn't, you didn't text me back about the plates. 
how are we doing this? What are we doing? Yep. What colors? Mm-hmm. Who's doing that? Somebody make a playlist? I was losing my mind. Yeah. But it turned out great, so. Um, not, yeah, not worth it. <laughs> no, um, not, not worth it. I mean, the, from having a baby to the shower, not worth also, it. Also, Neil, you're not going to go to any celebration of climate Climate, yeah, climate deniers, yeah, <laughs> climate deniers festival, uh, with a with like a with a with like a obelisk at the center <laughs> that they lift up, like a giant, like here it is, the yes, the the environmental wrecker. Um, what did you do? What did I do? That I did a show Saturday night in Escondido. Escondido. Escondido, California, and uh, somebody had a seizure in the middle of the show, which Damn, never happened to me. Funny, you are funny. I literally, Neil. the guy had a seizure, and but it wasn't. It was like get help, and his wife or girlfriend immediately started crying. Like immediately, he'd never had a seizure before. Someone I knew was there who was a nurse, who was oh, a uh, nurse practitioner, which is wow. way better than a nurse. Oh, okay. Apparently they always, they like to remind you. Um, and she, so I knew it was going to be cool. And then there was another guy who took care of it. And the guy came to within two to three minutes. And so I said like, sir, what joke made you have a seizure? <laughs> I will punish it. And we, did I like continue. Or did he leave? He got up because the, they had to call the 911 and then the ambulance came and like it was. They never returned. No, they had to. They had if they call 911 and you, you have to kind of follow through, ex- do something with like you have to like ride the on the side right. of the ambulance. For, you have to do is you have to take a picture with the ambulance, something that prevents you from watching comedy. Right. <laughs> um, but it was on like minute 50. So it wasn't. A tragedy. How much uh, did it like disturb the vibe? Not that much. <laughs> Callous crew. Because he know? got up. He walked away. Okay, so, so it wasn't It wasn't death. It was like it was death for 90 seconds. Mm. And then it became life. <laughs> became life very force. regular life with a newfound appreciation for not dying. Yeah. So we all had a new lease on life. And for the that last nine minutes were pretty special. Gosh, I um, wonder what, ha- why? I He'd never had one before, so I don't know. Um, I hope he's fucking, okay. Who knows? He, I, he seemed okay. He walked, I mean, like, I think he drove home. I don't. You can't drive when you have seizures. Well, I guess <laughs> I'll give you his name and you can call the governor. <laughs> okay. Um, I will. <laughs> uh, so that was Saturday. Okay. And then yesterday, I experienced uh, plant medicine. <laughs> okay. And but that's who Star who could child. hear any more of that no. on a podcast. Well, you didn't add to your bracelet connection. I didn't so. add to a bracelet. I did have a did receive a gia, which is a necklace. Did not wearing it because you can only wear it during plant ceremonies. Oh, thank God. Now, thank God. Uh, did you see the Grammys? Actively was not interested. Didn't. I didn't watch a frame of it. I didn't either. So I did yes. get a text of like, how good are the Grammys? I'm like, uh, I, just, I find award shows right now strange. I find, I okay, I was going to ask because Oscar nominations came out today. Yes, I saw. And our friend of the podcast, Daniel Kaluuya, Go received you. a uh, best supporting 
That's a was he not the, the main? Him and Lakeith both received Best Supporting, which is it's the first movie without a lead. Okay, yeah. Which is it should get an award for that. That they made a whole movie without a lead person. I've seen people get lead for less. Way less. Um They're like, we can't give them lead. Well, no, I I don't I think they I they both put themselves up for that. It's like Oh, they so you nominate it. yourself? Well, yeah. Or somebody nominate yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. Um so I, uh, Trayvon from my group chat, Trayvon Free, the guy I talk about on the show, yes, and he got nominated for Best Short. Short, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't, I'm like, cool. I, I don't know. It seems just odd. And I don't know what? if it's my own. Wait, what seems odd? Like you said, it's weird to have award shows now. Right. Um, also, I feel so removed from the world. I don't, maybe it's, it's it's combination starch children and i just i i've thought reward shows were silly for a decade probably and they just now it's getting to the point where i don't even understand them like what you're getting an award so i'm happy for those guys and but i don't i don't know they can't pause them obviously the award shows but it just seems <laughs> yeah. like couldn't they just give them without a ceremony just instead of announcing nominees it's like these people won yeah but i think that uh they're they're so used to the promotional yeah nature of it grist that it's it's grist for the promotional milk. i had a were you ever i, I might have jumped this were you in a video with trayvon like a like a slow-mo beat behind the scenes with the music i don't think so I think I dreamt it. You dreamt it? Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> what a dream. What do I <laughs> was Lauren there? No, um, he wasn't. Uh, so, I, Grandma's I didn't see uh, Beyonce won a It's just, I don't, I'm just like, oh, Beyonce won and Taylor Swift won. And they, but the fact that anyone's interested is like, what? I um, think you should be interested if you're in that industry. If and you're, you're 11. Up, like, yeah. Or or you're elected for or you're up for something cool. Yeah, if you're up for it, okay. Most people aren't. I I don't know. I just we got to keep podcasting, guys. No, just There's noise. Me. Noise are going to happen. We have to keep have to fight. Fight. Just scared me for a second. Um. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Something about it feels uh, odd. It's just like give it a second. Yeah. Because also, how do. Like, what do we know what was popular? You know, people weren't really But it's not a matter of popular. It's quality. It's a quality thing from within, coming from in the house. Yeah, for sure. But for example, like there was, let's say say with the Oscars, there's no movie theaters. There's no, those kind of numbers saying like, wow, this. But they don't, that doesn't really affect it. I know it doesn't affect it, but it would be, I feel like that makes people more engaged in the. Like, well, there's, I yeah, I wonder how many more downloads. I mean, I guess it's just trying to get money. They're just trying to make money, trying to promote their shit and make, and like turn it into a competition like American Idol. But you don't, nobody, but they, their audition is streaming. Okay. Um, Moving on. You're not going to believe this. What? Catholic Church, not going to anoint gay marriage. Can you fucking believe it? Neil, these are your people. I, I'm shy. I would call the Vatican. 
I call this the hotline. Call the Vatican. I call the hotline endlessly. Hotline. And uh, they won't bless them. Wait. They God won't can't bless, bless it. That's a direct quote. I from the from that's from they the cannot God cannot bless sin. So whoops. There you go, gays. You thought you weren't sinning. Surprise. You're still sinning. Bad news, you can't get married. Good news, sex just got hotter. <laughs> <laughs> I just who's after this? Who is after the anointment of who needs a blessing? Well, in some ways, it's not unlike the weekend getting mad that he didn't get nominated for a Grammy. It's like, what do you need? Why do you need their approval? Right. The Catholic uh, anointment, it, it gets you nothing. <laughs> you get a Grammy's more valuable. Right. You can you get a trophy. Yeah, you could sell it. You could sell it. You could sell the trophy. You might. You. It's good for Grammys are especially good for intros, like Grammy winning Yeah, yeah, artists. they're great. Um, but gay marriage gets you nothing. So <laughs> wait, no, no, blessing, anointment. Gay marriage. No, the marriage. I'm no. I didn't misspeak. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, saying. Yeah, wait a don't minute. What do you say? Marry. No, I'm saying the blessing. The bl- <laughs> what the fuck is a blessing? What are they talking about? Like a. You, sorry. Our fake organization can't bless you. Filled with sin. I mean, gay marriage. You know how many priests are bummed right now that they're not going to be able to <laughs> they're like, get Damn married yeah. to their, their um, boy they're molesting when he <laughs> when he comes of age. Um, they're free. They just they, but it's good for gay priests because they're like, sorry, I'd love to, but I can't. It reminds me of when I was in China. I was understanding the pettiness of the Chinese government mm-hmm. and. Apparently this llama died, not the animal, like not the Dalai Lama, but another llama. And it's funny if you picture it as a llama though. <laughs> a llama died. So a llama died, and in their religion they believe they in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. And the Chinese government said they were undecided on whether they were gonna let him reincarnate. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's that's so very funny. Like we we don't we haven't we approved will, the reincarnation we'll, we'll, yet. We'll put we'll run up the flag. <laughs> But uh, no promises. It's just like, okay. Um, this is the type of people working with. So sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, gays. Yeah, you don't get to visit the hospital. There's not, you get nothing. You, if, if you, in order to visit your lover in the hospital or your husband or wife at the hospital, you have to be legally married. It, it has got nothing to do with the church. So you're getting, if this, you have to be a little delusional for that to matter. Like, you, I mean, it's not like a badge, like I'm blessed out of my way, you know, yeah, so it has to yeah. like what, well, you're Catholic. So what does it mean? There are people that are like that guy, Andrew Sullivan, the, who's like kind of a conservative mm-hmm. journalist, yeah, op-ed yeah, yeah. guy, gay, but kind of has to, he like, I believe he's still Catholic and likes the church. Okay. So it's for him. They might as well have said, sorry, Andrew. That might as well have been the headline. Like, the, I don't, I, I just think he, he, he wants it. It means a lot to him, but I don't know if he knows why it means a lot to him. Right. It might just be a childhood thing. Like, well, he grew up in it. it's like people defending the crown, which we'll get to. Um, You grew up in the Catholic church. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, are there people, not necessarily gay people, that 
being anointed, being blessed is extremely important? Or is everyone kind of like, I yeah, we're here, so. I don't know openly gay. No, just in general, just being blessed, like having the blessings. Like, did, Or is it just like we're all doing this because we kind of think I, it helps us? I don't us? think anyone, look, uh -oh. I'm a fucking star child. And the sooner <laughs> people realize it, the better. I don't think people, people's understanding <laughs> of religion is true. Of course. I just don't. I think that they want to believe. They want to fit in. They want to. Uh, so I think that it's a club that you can get status in through a variety of ways. Right. Okay. So they want higher. One status. of them is being annoyed. Yeah, you get. You, it's VIP. You're not allowed to get the ho the the Eucharist. <laughs> what? Girl, you know, wine for you. You can, but right. you didn't because you the technicality. We caught you in a. Th okay, <laughs> you're living with your husband. So right, uh, just there are people that are their membership is being hindered by what where they like genitals and where they like to put their <laughs> mm. all right so that then you would say well why don't you not be in the club because they want to be because they believe that that's the only way they're going to get uh to become infinite and divine like <laughs> um star child so nine. uh covid right yeah that old guy mm. that old thing mm -hmm. are you starting to see the the light at the end of the tunnel is stressing me out. Why? Because I have a lot of shit to do when it opens. Oh, up. you're like ah! I'm. I I I didn't make much of a secret about enjoying this, and now that it's gonna end, I'm like, okay, I guess we'll we'll. I mean, there's not. I'm I'm I am genuinely happy to do the work I have to do, but calendars and you know conference what it, calls and shit that there's going to be pressure on me in six months that's not on me now it's like when you are looking for a job and you really want a job and then you get a job starting and monday starting monday and it's like fuck, yeah, fuck. i can't I just chill how, how great desperation was <laughs> chilling with an underlying desperation i was chilling i wish if only if i knew how good that desperation was <laughs> well click on that poll uh, it's just people are kind of stressed out. Yeah. Um, That's what I... Like they're starting... And also fewer people... People intend to not go out when it opens up. Liars. So people are saying that they are going to go out less. People are saying like, I enjoyed a smaller social circle at my house. There's something I just... Because think about it. It's going to get warmer. The risk is going to go down. Now, we should keep in mind you just went through the horror of planning a baby shower. That would have been terrible no matter what was going on in the world. Yeah. There were some egos. <laughs> yeah, <but that's, laughs> Those but that's, they didn't just no, come I know, out but from that's COVID. The, that's what I think people are realizing what? about pre-COVID is that they had people in their life that were not helpful or enjoyable. And that they were doing things they did not want to do. I feel like it's going to turn into. Have you, uh, do you remember going to Asia and out in Asia and going out there was going with your friends to eat in a group and not leaving the table? 
Like in Asia, they Asia. do. In China, it's kind of like. But I never, I went by myself, so it wasn't. Loser. Right. No, I just, I, so when you go out there. Interesting person. <laughs> what a fall person. Satisfies himself. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, so the, the culture's more like me, you, Will, and a few of us go out. We just drink together at our table, eat, drink, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then there's not as much mingling with strangers. I feel like that's kind of going to be the going out. A commute. You're talking about a kind of communal communal table. No, of your communal of your community. Okay. So not before you know. Oh, people you're are smashed about, into big. Got it. You know, smash into little bars, chatting, mingling, bumping into people. Hey, what? A, like, yeah. We're very friendly. Uh, that that's you. By the way, like I wasn't like, okay, but you've been, you've lived in New York and New York, everything is so goddamn small. So the bars are little, it's not weird to, okay, you start with, you don't know me (laughs) and then you fight them, proving my point Okay, that people are not interacting with people they don't know because that's the main reason that people fight. It's because they don't know each other and they don't give the other person an opportunity to, to know them. They'd rather fight them than open themselves up. This is Fun the star culture. child. <laughs> okay, coming to you. Coming <laughs> you live. Uh, I can't read this, but <laughs> I assume it's good. It's so small. Yeah, it's fine. It, it, well, so you stop. think you okay? Think of your social friends. Uh huh. Because you you know. Yeah. Do you think they'll they're a little they're a little different? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, most of my friends were always working as comedians, so yeah. working at night. Dinner, uh, I think, I, I'd i hoped that people would, introverts would get, would be able to be more introverted or at least acknowledge that they were introverted. I don't know why I wanted that other than like, because that's what I'm like. Right. I don't actually really care if people go out. If you like going out, go out. But right. I guess I'm, if there were people that were locked into habits they're now allowed to break them. Yeah. Um, so bet. Break them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Enjoy breaking your habits. And I and people now, it's what I said early in the in the in the pandemic. It's halftime. So now you can decide what do you want to do with in the second half. The funny thing is, I wonder how many people are gonna feel like they were f- fucking babies. You know when everyone makes a stink, but once you get your way, you just what a baby's about what about COVID and Corona? What uh, go on? Meaning, like a lot of people made a huge stink about it and a huge this, and it's a it's a sham, it's a this, and it just has naturally taken a course, and all the models have been roughly correct, and everything that Fauci and all these people have said is turned out like, hey, if we do this, yeah. the numbers will go down, will help. Healthcare workers, blah, blah, blah. So now that it's just is doing what it said, I feel like there's a lot of people who made such a big deal about it that now. Yes, but they'll say they I don't. You don't I think, think you're asking people to admit uh, that they made a mistake, which is. Or that maybe they overreacted. Uh, but they didn't. The other the opposite was never proved the, the opposite was never pursued. What? what they wanted which is like let's fucking open up baby and we no masks 
there, some of the biker some rallies states, across the country which all accounted the time. for like <laughs> the one in the one in the Sturges. center of the country yeah which i still i've started to look at that and they're like you know five billion cases started in Sturgis, and you're like that seems un, Im, impossible but they tr- no they trace back i think 200,000 like 200,000 like at first it was like 30 and then it and that yeah. just it's like a ripple effect yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't think people will. I don't think those people regret it. I think oh, those people God. will say that's them. fake. You can just f- yeah, say just they fake, 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 yeah. and all the people that acted like they didn't want the vaccine are going to be like, I yeah. always want what? No, I didn't have a problem with the vaccine. No, I'm not saying you. No, I'm just joking. Yes. <laughs> um, you now having I, said that, you did say you were going to give it a second. No, I said I was concerned. <laughs> that's big. No, it's I not. know what I, you mean. No, I no, know. no. I totally actually need to take a stand for this. I don't think it's a big deal to be concerned about getting a vaccine. I don't think that's a big deal at all. I I think it's a big deal when you're saying weird anti-vax shit. Right. But it's fine to be concerned about. I I take. I'm concerned about any medicine I take. You know what I mean? And I look up the side effects. And I yeah. have had really bad side effects from a lot of different medicines. So. I'm always Give me like, an example just because I it's that's um one I don't want to say, but Fine. plan it, B. Go ahead. <laughs> no what? Um ACT from when you first got it. it Go ahead. It this medicine made my breast grow a cup size. Which guys at this size, <laughs> that's a danger. You I, had to get a bigger apartment, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> like disproportionately. Nothing else grew. Well, that's probably the pill, no? No. First okay. of all, I don't want to say what it was. Second well, of all, if I guess, you'll probably spill it. No, spill yeah. what? <laughs> them damn titties. <laughs> them engorged titties. Everyone at work was calling me sugar problems. They're like, put your sugar plums away. And they were nothing. This is in England in the 1700s. Go ahead. Nothing grew on me except my boobs. They were hot and heavy. And it was really scary. And my doctor was like, we need to monitor this because I'm not sure why you're. Like, breast. monitor. Let's just stop. One thing changed a pill. Right, but I needed You needed them. So it's just weird. I don't know. So anyways, I'm just really careful about like anything. Why not? I I didn't go and like spout like misinformation. Yeah. So what? No, I don't know. Because it seemed. Don't make me feel bad. Don't make me feel bad. Okay. I remember. I didn't want to be inconsistent in terms of people going like, nobody said like, but I didn't want to be inconsistent in terms of. You being concerned about it. Well, then I honestly, I just did I research. Because, yeah. Fine. I literally just did yeah. research and I, because, uh, you know, they were saying it's a different method of vaccine. Then you go and realize, like, that's been around for actually, the person yeah. that developed has been around for 12 years. And, yeah. I know you just get information and you feel yeah. comfortable. And also, even people are like, I like the old, I don't like no, this they RNA. Don't, they don't know. They, like, why don't, if you listen, if you read that interminably long <laughs> Lawrence Wright article in the New Yorker. All the info. It's all in the story of it. The guy who just kind of discovered RNA technology. It he's just a guy in a lab. He's not an evil guy. It also didn't just happen six yeah, months he, ago. Exactly. Like, he he discovered it a decade ago, and then he was like, it, "This might work for that right. particular thing." It wasn't like what. Like it was, he didn't run into the, and he didn't do it last. <laughs> he didn't do it in June. Like I'm just exactly. Yeah. Also, though, I mean, the AstraZeneca ones are causing blood clots, and they're being stopped 
like people aren't use, distributing them in like Germany, Israel. So there is, you know. Yeah. Know. Yeah. There's well, never, you can't clot this blood. <laughs> yeah, bomba clot. Um, yeah. So I'm a little more stressed than, and no, I'm not actually stressed, You're but stressed. I enjoyed the timeout. Timeout. And I loved the fact that nobody had to achieve anything. That yeah. it was, you didn't have to achieve anything. And the people that did the winners last night, you're like, what? Okay. <laughs> Are you fucking weirdo? Do you think this is just going to be everyone's like lost year? Like this is just the lost year. I don't just- know. I mean, in terms of comp, I, there wasn't, nothing happened. It That's feels like I'm nothing saying. happened. It when I, when I say last year, I really mean 2019. I'm like, oh, I went to yeah, Thailand yeah, last yeah, yeah. year. Yeah, 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 outside. Yeah, it's outside years. Outside years. Uh, honestly, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like back when this was, yeah, we would go outside and we all had to achieve. Right. It kind of was good and bad. It was a, it had plus and minuses. Plus was uh, you could go outside and breathe. The minus <laughs> was you had to be cool and achieve shit and and position yourself culturally. Okay. So human beings are really brittle and fragile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know old ladies that were children during the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Now they still can everything and won't give anything away, yeah. even in their 90s. Do you think this is going to have some sort of psychological effect on people? Or is everyone like, I saw a, a poll about uh, child bearing that they, did a study. That they it's, it's two things that I found interesting. There were f- obviously fewer babies in 2020, like significantly. But the bigger thing was it made people cautious about having babies. Because it was like. Because uh, it's like, not like I have to actually raise these motherfuckers. <laughs> it was more the world is fragile. And and people were more, in this one study, voiced more environmental concern. Because they're like, oh, so wet markets with bats are is not. <laughs> I don't think people knew that was happening. Of course they didn't, but there there are degrees of it. Well, no, I to your point, there like, are meat packing plants. Like there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there. People are just more aware of like, this yeah, it's not good. Oh, wait this a minute, good. things can jump species, <laughs> which is which is part of why they wanted to be Bill Gates. Do you know what I mean? Like a part of part of the reason is if it's Bill Gates, then we don't have to change anything. Right. We just have it's to something else that has kill Bill Gates. Kill Bill Gates of Hell. <laughs> the amount of Gates of Hell memes. Uh, they're um, funny, kind of. But yeah. It's. I mean, in a it, weird it, way. If yes, if you you're afraid of uh, <laughs> nerds with fucking amazing brains, um, that's my greatest Gates fear. Is nerds with amazing brains who gonna microchip you? You're carrying his phone. <laughs> I just want to restate restate what I said a year ago. <laughs> he could get anything, any information on you that he wanted. He could. You're as good as microchipped as we speak. But you know, who? But don't listen to me. Just a star child <laughs> BT comedy award winner. Um, <laughs> the star child. This next star child is a BT award winner, comedy award. Um, what's the donor battle with Donald Trump? Oh, so now, first of all, it's, it's 
just sad over there at the Republican GOP situation. Mm -hmm. But basically he's saying, don't donate to the Republican Party. Donate to me and my super PAC. And he calls them rhinos, Republican yeah. in name only. And so he's basically defunding them. Great. I mean. Fantastic. Okay. I Like to me, it's like, that's your own. What do you. What? It's it's what did you guys think was going to happen? It's it's Donald Trump, Donald Trump to the wrong time. Like, what did you <laughs> think was going to happen? He, he he can't not ruin things. Right. I, he has to. He That's yeah. just what he does. He's he, like, yes, why he didn't this? He can't. Lindsey Graham was right, but it was five years ago. So <laughs> it's a shame. Uh, old Lindsey Graham is crying right now. Lady G. Lady G. He's, he's, he's texting people on Grindr <laughs> saying that he made some mistakes. It reminds me of the end of the movie where the bad guy who conjured the spirit gets stuck with him. It's like, not me. Like yeah. It's like, yeah, what did you, did you yeah, not you think he was going to, he he's your base. He's incapable. And the only thing that can happen, he just has to die from old age. Or or whatever the fuck or whatever, some I mean his dad lived to like eighty seven, but um yeah. and what but was did have mental uh health decline, um it was very sad to watch. I watched the whole thing ninety three. I said eighty seven ninety three even worse ninety three. <laughs> Fred Trump. That's two more rest, decades. Rest in power, King. <laughs> on. Um, oh okay, so well let's talk about Pierce Morgan. First of all, we, I called it. What did you say? Well, remember I said, you know, and what's up with fucking Pierce Morgan? Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. And then we had a whole thing about. Well, I just said like he's just a broadcaster. That he's a reliably white supremacist broadcaster. Yeah. I asked you why does somebody like him still live? It's just yeah. cockroaches of the entertainment industry. They, Even though he gets canceled and everybody on every side has hated him. Yeah. How does that person live? And you just said does no morals. He didn't heal. get fired. No, he didn't get fired. That's what I'm saying. He he didn't. He 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 is all the shit I said. His, Pierce Morgan show got canceled. He's just a fucking baby child. He's a baby child. He walked off. He didn't I know, get canceled. Said, no, no, no. I was talking about his show in America got canceled. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm that, just saying, yeah. he keeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finds somewhere yes. to be always. Yeah. Oh, he got kicked out of England. Didn't want to be. Came here. Yeah. Well, you were like, this guy sucks. Yeah. Now he's back on Good yeah. Morning Britain. Well, yeah. then he. Right. The he day walked, after we talked off. about this, he couldn't take the heat. He couldn't take the heat by the weather. Man, and and apparently. but that's the thing is when you're working with uh, it's like showbiz rules where you don't. He's the highest paid person on that. Sure. On that set. He's kind of the big dog. Right. right. So none of that. It takes a such an egregious thing for them to be able to say, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, look what I found. Like you, what did you say about this woman? Right. Who everyone now is on our, is on the, the brown side, so to right, speak. Right, right. So they can, then they have, they have the power to shame him off. Right. And I, now having said that, I, I bet they were surprised. I think they were floored when he walked. Yeah. Yeah. But come to find out, I mean, I didn't realize that he was just salty that she stopped being his friend. Uh, it's always personal. It's so, it's such bad writing. Like, that she stopped she didn't being want to fuck him. He's gay, no? Bianca, Bianca, Bianca. <laughs> What's no, I don't think he's gay. Oh. 
Is he? No, I think he's married with kids. Maybe. Oh, my bad, my bad. I I could be dead wrong, but I don't know. You know, I don't know things. Yeah, he's in, he got in a fight with gay conversion therapists. Uh, at a gay sounds like he's gay. <laughs> at a at a at a at a, a rally. Multiple. He's been married to Marion multiple. So times. she wouldn't fuck him, and she leaves. He did you see the clip of him telling the story? Yeah. And he's she like, guy put her in a cab. I put her in a cab. Which right there, it's like you didn't like, fucking put you, anybody. I, she called. Did you escort her from the door of the of the pub to the to the black cab? <laughs> did you it's, you work security for the lady from Suits? I put her in a was, cab. It was so. And then she went on to a party. Where? Where? Yeah, it's about me, don't you see? And I yeah. never heard from her again. Yeah. Like, I recap really quick for the. Listen, they know. went for a drink, I guess. They and went then, for a drink. And... and then he put her in. They got on great. And then <laughs> for an hour and a half to two hours. And then he put her in a cab, which means she got a cab. Uh, maybe he hailed it. <laughs> and, at you know, which again, black cabs have to stop. <laughs> Excuse me. And, um, and then she went to a party and uh, met Harry. And then they... And then she never talked to him again. She ghosted him. She's like, she ghosted me. Um, so, Ugh. yeah, which is like, don't don't use terminology. That people, <laughs> I that think he was probably he was married at this point. Uh, so I his- don't know. I don't know the ins and outs, but I wasn't asking you. I'm just no, saying no, no, no. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's married. Like, I don't think it was like they were. They had a she thing. was starring in suits, of course. She was at spring visit to the UK, as if it's like an official visit. She went to Wimbledon to watch our mutual friend, Serena Williams. Hey. We spent two hours in a pub. She had a couple dirty martinis. <laughs> I had a couple of pints. We got on brilliantly. And then I put her in a cab. It turned out to be a cab. I don't know if he's right, but I don't think she wanted to fuck him. No. Ew. They're not in the same category, her and him and Harry. No. Uh, he um, is a Harry. What would you give Harry a number out of ten? Can I decline this? No, I want to know what you think. Iffy five. Wow. Okay. What do you give Pierce Morgan? One. Okay. Pierce Morgan. He's like an so old. So Harry's like, a five out of five, guy. and Pierce Morgan <laughs> is. A, he has a five out of five. Uh, I like Harry's spirit. Oh, Harry is a person. 10. But you gotta you gotta fuck him. So give him a. I'm not saying no, just the look. I'm saying the whole oh, thing. Oh, oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Okay. Nine. Really? Entrapment. Um, and uh, we got our will. Play the theme. <laughs> uh, and, okay, and then still a one for the other guy. Piers Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, we're. What would you give Hillary Clinton? Don't. You, you're a bitch for even asking. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Um, Hillary Clinton, of course, the Prince Harry of America, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no, the Pierce Morgan of America. <laughs> well, um, that's even now you're the sexist. Uh, I turn it on you. And then what happened with Sharon Osbourne? And so she is on the talk, and she was like, "Pierce Morgan is a good friend of mine," and she was crying. And she said, "It's not right to cancel people, and this is not okay." And the black cohorts were just calmly explaining to her how, well, he's been pretty misogynistic and racist yeah. and right wing for a long time. Like he's not the victim in this. And I think one of them got a little was getting not emotional, but she was getting very passionate. And then Sharon goes to the black lady and says, "Don't you dare cry. You don't have the right to cry. I have the right to cry because it's 
my friend. And well, that was the sin that did Jezebel that, in. Yeah, that was one of Dr. King's huge things was giving black people the right to cry <laughs> in public. Um, so when that happened, everyone was like, stop yelling at your black co-host that yeah. it's your turn to cry and they should yeah. have nothing to cry about. Yeah. And then the talk is on hiatus. Huh. Interesting. Who's crying now? <laughs> now the viewers are crying. Because how are they going to find inane chatter? <laughs> Where will they turn to for when they need? It's inane it's 10 a.m. You need inane chatter. Where else you going to turn? Oh, the chew? Okay, go to the other one. And then um, apparently then so Holly. The chomp? You ever watch the chomp? <laughs> so uh, Holly Robinson Pete used to be on the talk mm-hmm. and she said that Sharon used to say behind the scenes that she was too ghetto for the show. Holly was. Holly was too ghetto, which what are you talking about? Yeah. Holly Robinson Pete. And she was like, well, once Sharon started saying that I was too ghetto, uh, then I was let go. So I don't know. Well, if Holly Robinson's too ghetto, <laughs> I hope she never sees this because you're, <laughs> um, you were raised in the Watts Towers. <laughs> if Holly Robinson is too ghetto, um, <laughs> so now Jay Z. Speaking of ghetto, ghetto, de la ghetto. Uh, Jay Z sold title. He sold um, title a week or two ago. Yes. And then last, and he also sold. Ace did he Spade. sell his? Did he sell it, or it's like it's a he sold thing. his? I think he sold part of his equity already, and then sold the rest of his title equity. In the what's the name of it? It's French, but it's like it's called colloquially Ace of Spades because that's a logo, right? Um, I don't know the name, but mm-hmm. he sold it to the Louis Vuitton people. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis Vuitton, LVMH, one of the most Profitable companies in the world or something? Yeah, because some it's, weird because it's Louis Vuitton, it's Moet, it's, it's a ton it's of shit. Hennessy, yeah. it's, it's Tiffany. Yeah, it's Haddish. just what? It's <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. They own it's t- they her Grammy. Tiffany Haddish. Um, um, uh, yeah, it's just so much. It's just so much stuff that everybody consumes at a high volume. Uh, world's most viable luxury brand, a value. Sorry, uh, valuable. We okay. what we did was we put in a tiny monitor. On our show, but it's impossible to read. It's closer, but Daniel but bought it, and we a year and a half ago. And I thought it's impossible. not on my watch. Will we not? Will we let a monitor go to waste? <gasps> so now we've ruined the show. It's a monitor for ants with a monitor that we can't even see. We see that there's a monitor. There's figures on it. <laughs> um, Will finally just made oh, it bigger. Wow, which what? Will? No, no one had thought of. Thank uh, it's the most him. valuable luxury brand. So. Um, Anyhow, good for, good for. Oh, so here's the argument though. Some people are saying, which I wonder you're, we should think about. I think I know what their argument is and I like it. Okay. Um, So their argument is that Jay-Z sells his brands and markets them like by black people, for black black people, people, support black business, but then sells, Mm -hmm. inevitably sells them big, makes the brand big. And sells them to evil whites. Uh-huh. So, in the end, 
it can come it's, across. Is it a black business still? Is it? Did he leverage black support right. for his own gain and then sell? It's uh, you know, it's not on the backs of black people. Exact. It's not. I I don't think it's a. It's a good argument. And what else can he do? He could never sell it, but that doesn't seem like the right yeah. move. Also, he can use the money to he can give to black stuff, and he can also support quietly support new black businesses and just get it to a point where whites come and give them what the, and everybody gets payout. The ideally, at a certain point, the payout um helps more than just him meaning he can take a company and co-own it with a number of black people then a number of black people get the money right um like i i'm 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 it's one of those like what are you gonna do it's not ideal but it's the way business is it's kind of like it it's kind of ideal if he has a billion dollars he ain't spending on white people right and he's not gonna support white people and he's not going to – so black people are, are going to benefit from it, whether it's this check or not. I think make as much of a profit as you can. Well, that's – Chris used to do this joke about like the – if white – I mean, it was back before any of them owned it. But like if black people owned a bullet company or a gun company, mm. it would be a problem. <laughs> or uh, it was alcohol. I think the joke was alcohol, but but – the the white people can sell anything. It's like, well, good for him, right? Whereas if it's it, it black people, it's like then you get into the morality of like, is this good for black people and all the shit that uh, white people never have to deal with? Whiteness, it's whiteness, pretty great. Marry into it if you can, and if you just don't, not one specific family. I realized afterward that. Buckingham Palace is the real White House. Mm. It's the locus of white supremacy. Yeah. Everyone was conquering, but it was Spanish, Spanish, and Portuguese, who any great white man will tell you, not white. Right. <laughs> British were the like the main they invented. Which White is why I said conquer- it was racist. No, no, I wasn't saying it. What, what I was, I was wondering what is, I know England's racist, but like what is the, it was about the firm and the this and the that. But I think part of their, that thing and the reason why we were like uh, finding it difficult to define it, it, part of its mystery is part of its brand. Yes. That's why when you have one tidbit, the fucking world's on fire because there is mystery because yeah. we don't, I heard when she said I went to HR to get help. Yeah. HR. Yeah. There's a royal HR. Yeah. You know, so I think there is, it is so shrouded in mystery. I, I don't even helped. think there was a royal HR. It was like just some just lady. Some she, like, I mean, it ah. was, it was somebody who's like, okay. And uh, then also couldn't help her. No. Which proves she wasn't HR. And it proves HR. <laughs> I only is deal never with helpful. princes, kings, and queens. <laughs> right. And, pr- and princesses. Oh, sorry about that. Girl. Duchesses. Um, so I think that's. What we do understand, though, is that, like you're saying, you're right. It is the origin of white it's supremacy. It's like the it's the big bang of white supremacy. So 
not like she should be like she shouldn't have been surprised but it's i the more i thought about it i was like i kind of thought it while we were talking about it but it they started the slave tra- i talked to jimmy carr about it today like they started the slave trade they invented it they were basically like the way that like the silk road was they were the bizarre yeah i know for, but we did talk about no this. of course we talked about all this stuff uh jimmy has a, a little great more tra- passionate no no, no i you because i would you were misunderstood i didn't i wasn't saying they're not racist what i'm saying is you just were like what is it what is it but i just like- want to know what it it like they can't it they invented white supremacy right but i'm still wondering what is the firm but we could also not know what the fuck it is and still understand all of the terrible racist yeah. things attached to it and understand that who's surprised that they're worried about the skin color of this child. Yeah. Like it Jimmy was. Jimmy also just... tell me who, who it was. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we'll give you that answer right after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy. Jimmy. He's a good boy. Everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> Stacy uh, Dash, no longer racist. Good for us. Yay. Did you see her tape? Her of her course I did. her video. I was Stacy manipulated. I was manipulated. No, she's still a baddie. She's so hot. Without even with the even with the, she's got Pierce Morgan's personality basically. In a in a in a in a in a, in a nine's world. body. I mean, she's so hot. But the problem is, every girl grew up. Wanting to be 72 years old, Stacey. Shut up. Every girl wanted to grow up being Devin from Clueless. Yeah. It was the one time when you were playing with a mixed group of girls where somehow, somehow race, somehow race didn't have to do it. But when I wanted to be Ginger Spice, I had to be Scary Spice. I was like, well, why can't I be Ginger? Well, what if you had wanted to be Alicia Silverstone? Nobody wanted to be Alicia Silverstone. Everyone (laughs) fought to be Devin. Tough way to find out. Everyone fought to be Devin. Yeah, yeah. I Everyone, think it was Devin. I think it was. No, I don't know. Uh, it's so long ago. I don't but know who. Yeah, Dane, Darren, Dane, and Bull. Everyone wanted to be her in Clueless, regardless of race. Everyone wanted as to be white. Least, as when white women would could were you allowed to be like no no no? no. I was like oh, sit no, over there is, with Alicia Silverstone. S- this is uh, Spice Girls rules. Yes. No. Uh, Everybody wanted to be Lisa Turtle. It was a spice world. <laughs> spice Spi- of life. <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, Ty? Was it Ty? Ty? No, no. Yes. Ty was, no, Ty was the girl that died. Brittany Brid- Murphy. It was Dion. Dion, yes. Was Everybody like wanted to be in Dion. That sounds wrong. Um, Dion. No one wanted to be Cher. No one wanted to be Cher. Uh, I would weird. argue that Clueless has one of the best black jokes I've ever seen in Which televised one? history, she walks in on Donald Faison getting his head shaved, and he goes, "I'm keeping it real." <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "It's so fucking funny," and I don't know who wrote it. I maybe Amor Heckling wrote it. I kind of yeah. think there's probably no way there might that might have just been a. But it's a one riff. of the best <laughs> big big movie. Right, fucking. Very black joke <laughs> and fantastic. If you think about it, the undertones were like they thought that dude was, is he gay? No, he's not gay. Um, Rudd or? Uh, no, the, uh, the step, the, not, 
No, the guy she goes on a date with and and she she he's like, take a coat. And she brings the No, he's like the pretty guy. I don't guy. know the plot that well. Was it? No, it's not a lot. It's not a deep plot. I know. I remember she went on a date and then with, Rudd walked down the steps. But. No, not Rudd. There was another guy that was uh, like a very beautiful looking guy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I love him so much. And he ended up being uh, no. gay. Elton? Elton? No, no, not Elton. Elton was the one that like tried to fuck her, right? And uh, left her. And then she left. Christian. There we go. And left her at the. Elton left her at the clown, the clown liquor in the North Hollywood. Him. Oh, uh, Okay. Remember? Sure, 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 sure. It just was like a capt- Luke, uh, Jason Priestley. It captured like- everybody. It was like, there's the Persian mafia, there's the like Asians, yeah. there's the this, there's the that. It was brilliant. It's a, it's a very sophisticated movie for, it, it's it, obviously like a remake, remake of Jane Austen or whatever, but um, it's, you watch it. She, Amy Hackerling made Clueless and Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which wow, are like. Wow, are you serious? Yeah. Please just keep making high school movies. I know. I yeah, but yeah, it's a long story. Is it? Yeah, because she also made Look Who's Talking. I love Look Who's Talking. No, no, no. I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm saying, uh, you know, well, start at the beginning. Uh, Fast Times. I mean, Fashion that's nice. that's her opener. It's so good. Which is like fuck. Johnny Dangerously, a Michael Keaton movie. Don't I think that it's too young. is uh, good. It when you're ten, you think it's good. Okay. It's a funny. He does like a like look here. See, he does like a fifties sort of gangster character, like the whole movie. Uh, then look who's talking, a killer, and probably I'm betting a, a gold mine for her. Gold mine. And then um low overhead in 90 she did like all the lucas talking she did right. the sequel Luke's and the now. spinoff baby talk and then clueless clueless but mm. then she did night of the roxbury i that was so, stupid but it was good i mean the night of the roxbury's fucking got some hilarious shit in it and then she just couldn't she wasn't allowed to do movies again she was she Damn. was uh, she was uh one you- of my some she was on my block in director jail <laughs> so my cell, she's my cellie. She's your cellie. <laughs> my bunkie snoring. Yeah. Um, uh, so wait, are you only as good as your last movie? You certainly are. Damn. I mean, in her case, I think there's some other Something. factors, but that I am not at liberty to speak about. Okay. But uh, you know, not too. Bad. When I told you about it, you were like, "What? There's a person that directed <laughs> Fast Times and Clueless, and." She's alive and a woman like she must be getting a million scripts a day or a million opportunities a day. But how old is she? That's another. If you're coming to Hollywood, don't be older or a woman. Um, 66 is not, not out of the window old. of it's not like amazing, but there are 66 year old male directors. male directors. Ivan Reitman comes to mind who who doesn't work a ton, but. People are like fucking did Ghostbusters, so right. um, we're gonna give him a, you know, Ivan six seventy four, so that's kind of significantly older. Yeah. Um, Amy Hackerling, rest in power. <laughs> no. Um, gone too soon. Uh, don't remember what got us there. Stacy Dash got us there. Stacy uh, Dash. What do we make of somebody changing? Uh, is it changing or is it 
So this isn't as lucrative. This is not lucrative for me anymore. I don't at all trust her. Because she said she changed after January 6th, which is like, I gotta Uh. say, Stacey, it's a little late. Um, She doubled down so hard in so many points. I mean, I would stalk her Instagram. Everything was, it just a. Piers Morgan of like, I'm getting attention here. Yeah. This is where I'm getting attention. This is where I'm getting money. This is who's responding to me. So I'm just going to double down. Mm-hmm. So to all of a sudden be like, I'm no longer racist. I yeah. Like know. how? It was. Like, how did you do that? It was like, I remember. So she'd make a killing teaching it. <laughs> I know. Honestly. Like teach it. Jesus, if it's real. You're listening. Yeah. Of course she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Teach how to not be racist. It it just reminded me of those Ricky Lake shows where they would interview the white supremacist and they go hang out with the black family. It's like, I'm no longer racist. Yeah. No, come on. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't uh, know. Moving on. George, oh, okay. Here's, so George Floyd's family got uh, uh, a civil settlement, which I don't remember it ever happening before the, the criminal trial, but. I guess they didn't do a trial. They just settled before they out of court before it even got to that. I think though, sometimes with the municipal ones, they kind of just what price do you want? Yeah. We um, don't, okay. What about this? What about blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Um, now, what's your what's what are your thoughts on this? What was the highest that's ever been paid out? So congratulations. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it was. At, it's nice to read a story that doesn't make your blood boil as much as usual because a lot of the times when stories don't gain as much traction as this one, it's like they got a 50,000. Yeah. When they, and they got a bill to, yeah. a street cleaning bill to yeah. clean up the brains mm-hmm. of your loved one. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of the time it feels like that. Um, So I didn't feel that, but I don't know. It's like, Good. I hope. I mean, this, it's, I hope it's it, like I hope the, it uh, yeah, it's good. Horrible news. Yeah, I hope it helps. I hope it gives stability to everybody in his life, and maybe it can help. Yeah, maybe it's it has a, a ripple it effect. It truly but. is a settlement. Um, and you hope that you hope that the it it sort of trickles down, meaning. The cop, I guess it's because it's a civil settlement. If it were a business, you'd go, hey, motherfuckers, I can't afford these settlements. Because it's a police force of a municipality, there is the mayor who's elected in four-year windows, I'm assuming, can't really be like, hey, you motherfuckers, (laughs) I can't. So I don't know what the, and there also seems to be a revolving door in terms of police chiefs just going to another city. Yeah. And well, the good thing about this is if it sets like a new precedent or maybe I don't know what how case law works with civil mm-hmm. court, but at least it's a standard to be like at this level, this there's a new high standard set, you know. Yeah. So maybe I mean, I just think there's no way to battle racism how we want, but, uh, getting someone money is how money, money and insurance very are very weirdly helpful ways to do it. Ways to, cause I bet it is an insurance. I bet they have to be insured for 
the mean the municipality has to be insured for uh shit like this for so, sure that's why i mean we talked about before some cops who just behave so badly it's like you gotta retire yeah because we can't afford yeah I, we can't afford our you're insurance. too great <laughs> so but people don't like it. <laughs> but i think insurance money and insurance uh, historically is a good way to you know tailor behavior in general like they were saying if the if insurance basically doesn't um want to insure these houses out in the like i don't know boondocks of california then they're essentially then no one's really gonna live outside because of the forest fires because they don't have enough mm-hmm. money to you know so i just think everything is so related yeah. that just get them where it hurts yeah but, my 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 worry is hmm. that they go like the defense attorney is like your honor we gave him 27 million dollars now yes we did kill him but 27 million dollars and it's it's like at at one it's a once a, an admission of guilt and a you think it's gonna be like payment. come on let him go no but it signals to black people like we fucking paid him like, sorry, Derek Chauvin's not going to go to jail, but black people, come on. Don't, you don't deny it that much <laughs> when we find him innocent. This guy is so black people. expressive. I'm talking to black people. This is how I talk to black people. <laughs> Close lips. Um, look, uh, yeah, they don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's a no. bit, it's like, it's it's softening the blow a little bit. Do you think he's going to get? He's going to catch a case on, or get uh, charged What's funny on is I don't know what's more likely in light of the settlement. A guilty plea or a guilty conviction or, or an innocent conviction or an innocent finding. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I truly have no idea. And I don't. They. I know they moved it. They want to get a, you know, impartial jury. So they're moving the trial to outer space. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> it will be outer space. Will not be human beings. It will be a space mammal of some kind. <laughs> and good luck to the space mammals. Um, Moving on. Okay. Speaking of death, okay. Vanessa Bryant won. She won the right to release the names of the cops who released leaked pictures of Kobe. Yes. Victory? Well, she's rich, so I feel like yeah. Snitchery. <laughs> it's a it's a snitchery. Uh, yeah, good. Why? Why not? Fuck those. I don't, I, yeah, release I know. the names. We release yeah. names all the time. Of the cops release things, leak information all the time. Somehow yeah. they should be protected. Why? Also, sickos. It's, it's a good time to listen to the version person. Um, look, we got the songs, guys. We got Just all give the us songs. the stories. We got all the pots. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it seems. It seems small. Yeah, it seems uh, like beside the. So beside the point that it's come fully around. <laughs> To next, it's 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 like okay, okay, yeah. I guess if you're, I don't know. It just I, I'm not. I don't not defending the cops in any. I don't give. A, I I I don't especially care. 
I don't know if justice is served, if it feels like it will make cops less uh, likely to leak in the future. I, think I wonder would. if that's her. I wonder what her her motives are. It must be something we're not privy to because of the fact that she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go ask a court to help me then. Maybe we could put two and two together. Maybe they were like, you can't release. You know, I don't know. I feel yeah. like she's just I, mourning and upset and pissed off. And he's like, okay. Oh, you're not going to. I'm going to. I heard court. she's releasing the names. First commercial of the Oscars. <laughs> she's going to unveil the names and it's going to be pretty great. Uh, no, but I, but so she got it. So now when is she going to release them? You know what I mean? That's what it's like. What's, like, what's the, what is the, in some ways I almost feel like she's, there was a, uh, after nine 11, there was an onion headline. Uh, America looks for someone to punch. <laughs> and basically that's what she, it seems like she's going through where like, she's like, okay, so my husband was killed. So every, like if she could sue the mountain, she would. Yeah. Like sure. every, everyone's getting some. Yeah. Fucking everyone. Like just fucking. I don't, yeah, but I don't, I guess I don't have a problem with it. I don't have I a problem. I don't have a problem. I guess I can't believe how ambivalent I am about it. <laughs> okay. I just like to show you my ambivalence sometimes. I love it. I love um, seeing ambivalence. Now. Who's this person? Oh, this is interesting. Keeping up with the team. Uh, so, Alexi McCammond, who is a, uh, you'll recognize her. She's okay. on Axios on HBO. Okay. Yes, I, she looks, um, it's a weird photo, but she looks kind of familiar. Um, she's on Axios on HBO. She's on MSNBC all the time. Okay. She just got appointed the Chancellor of Teen Vogue, no, editor of Teen Vogue. Uh, then, old tweets were not surfaced because they never went away and she'd already apologized for them prior to the situation yes and she was allowed on um on all of the stuff images um outdone by asians this is november 8th of 2011 um she's now 29 so this is when she was uh, 19 outdone by Asians hashtag what's new okay <laughs> I love it I don't that know what one. she's talking about but already very funny um, now googling how not to wake up with swollen Asian eyes mm, no that okay. one I don't I'm swollen losing the premise a- but she was outdone by Asians outdone. outdone by Asian I don't know what that means well give he- me two out of ten on my chem problem Cross out all my work and don't explain what I did wrong. Thanks a lot, stupid Asian TA. You're no. great. There we go. This is that is there. Not now that's that's there. Asian There's the marrow. TA. There's that marrow. I was chewing a bone. I was like, well, why am I chewing this bone? Oh, delicious pay dirt. Um, stupid Asian TA. <laughs> no. And then somebody cool. responded months later with something and then and then Alexi wrote she was like an old Asian woman L O L O L L What's this person's uh, problem? She was uh in Asian college and she, she an Asian she hater. I don't I that's the weird thing is I don't associate I, I don't I, I guess my racism 
that just seems like this lady's different. Who's the lady? Uh, old Asian lady, lady, old Asian TA, stupid Asian TA. It's like, what does that mean? Like, I'm not saying she, I just mean like, what does it being Asian have to do with it? Yeah. That's the, why it feels bad But that's what I don't understand. Like when people go like, what are you implying other than Asians are different (laughs) and bad in this case? It's just, I, I get like blanks are blank. I get understanding like stereotypes. This she's seems not like stereotyping. She's, she's well, just the Asian like, eyes, yeah, but but I but Asian people have different shaped eyes than. Do you no, know what I mean? Well, like that that we don't have to get into this. see like, eugenics. See, like, black people no, were no. bred. No, Bianca, please sit down. You don't Your have the brains. right to cry. I have the right to cry. <laughs> um, I yeah, I just don't even uh, whatever. She now having said that, she apologized for it two years ago. She's Why still advancing because she got the new job at Teen Vogue. Um, and then, but what happened was, which is a whole other Then issue. do a whole thing on Asian hatred and say, I was part of it. And look, it's like, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't consider myself a raised person. Just don't I'm, give an Asian person the cover because you need sales. Okay. No, no, no. I, listen to me. You, you got to have sales. Somebody, by the way, Trayvon texted me that somebody was working uh the guy from the bachelor was working with an with a race racial counselor <laughs> and trayvon's like if that's not the neil brennan sitcom <laughs> it, i know but it's too funny it's, too, it's funny. too it's like so funny it's yeah i also had a very funny sitcom idea based on the george floyd thing that i won't wow that hilarious seems impo- i know it seems impossible you're gonna i'll share explain it? you okay. off now off the air <laughs> okay it's too funny for the air. Sorry, guys. Too um, hot for TV. Uh, what do you... I, I, like, what do you do with this? What the, There's a couple things here. I spoke to a friend of mine yesterday who gave somebody a recommendation. Okay. And he was like, who... He was giving somebody the recommendation. He talked to the person he gave the recommendation to. And he's like, who wouldn't give you a recommendation? And she... And the woman was like, uh, Gen Z and millennials are really petty about um vouching but also not that well not vouch she's don't hire her so her staff 17 people or something on teen vogue stepped up today to i I don't know if they said like you're not allowed to she can't be hired or whatever will could you could you uh look up uh teen vogue staff um, Teen Vogue staff, Al Alexi. Um, uh, on Friday, kind of in a more than 20 teen, teen Vogue staff members. The fucked up thing is in my head, they're all teenagers, even though they're I not. I know, I'm like, just. Uh, pointed to an anti Asian, racist, and homophobic tweets that McCammon posted in 2011 that surfaced over the weekend. They were especially concerned given the recent spat of violence against mm. Asian Americans. Mm. We built our outlet's reputation as a voice for justice and change. We take immense pleasure in eating disorders. We take immense pleasure in not Vogue, uh, not Teen Vogue, Big Vogue. Um, take immense Beating. pride in our work and in creating an inclusive environment in a moment of historically high anti-Asian violence and amid the ongoing struggles of the LGBT community. Um, we at the staff of Teen Vogue fully reject those sentiments. So I guess they didn't say that she shouldn't be by the way, she was 17. So when I she said, wrote that, when she wrote it, yeah. Um, I just think, you know what? 
why not hit it head on and make an issue really highlighting Asian Americans, Asian everything that we kind of turn a blind eye to. I feel like in this country, hatred, we love it when it's from white to black. We love white mm -hmm. against black hatred. It sells. We get really excited. Yep. We get really upset. People take sides for no reason. Um, I mean, people take white people's side for no reason. Mm -hmm. It's just like it's violent. Though. Well, regret. We're supreme. <laughs> We're supreme. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think there's a way to accept that you were being a dumb. She's not being asked to fire. She's, they're not saying fire and they're not. I wonder if this is going to affect editorial decisions in the future when people that uh, uh, rebuked her publicly are pitching stories and she's the editor. Anyhow, I'm sure it won't get personal at any point. I just um, think they can turn this lemon into lemonade. Of course they can. I guess it's like, how do we adjudicate? Uh, it's how do we adjudicate something that's already been adjudicated? She apologized two years ago. Did the staff? Why didn't the staff do the Asian issue before this? Do you know what I mean? I, mm, mm. It's a bit like, well, you guys weren't doing it, and maybe they were. I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. I something's not even fishy. Just I feel like there's a way that somebody doesn't have to. So, it's just their one of these things end. that nobody. Yeah, uh, thankfully, I don't think it is uh, that her career is going to end. You because she is a she's a woman of color. It's. Do you know what I mean? She's a woman of color. Right. Those tweets, though. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Sometimes it's hard to remember yourself at 17 mm -hmm. or like 16 and how I said so much stupid shit, but it wasn't very racial, you know? It was just really stupid. Um, yeah. I used to say gay. Oh, I mean. And then I understood that was bad it was just i'm equating gay to something very negative yeah. and then a teacher of mine was like just sat me down like you gotta like not me sat you but, in a super gay way okay no like the the class and just yeah i don't know just started putting it in our heads why why are we saying that as something negative you're not saying that's gay and it's positive yeah. we were all saying it in a pejorative way so I don't know. Once that yeah. clicked in our heads, no, of course. all of us yes, were like, go, oh, yeah, this is really. I don't want to say that then. Like if it seems. You know, you know, so I don't. So if someone villainized me and every single person I went to school with. Yeah. Oh, the. I mean, like I said, the amount of times my brother's faggot was the. I mean, it was just unequivocally. That was the word. Constantly. It sounded like uh, a gay bashing in our backyard. Oh, my God. Just not. I mean, just in that yeah, the amount of like, I get would, over here, you faggot. You nobody faggot. would say faggot yeah. at our or like yeah. F word at our at my level. But we said gay. Now, right. I wouldn't even think to describe something as that. It's so bad feeling inside. Yeah. But and also, weirdly enough, we had these weird PSAs storing Hillary Duff that were like, and don't say gay. Quit it. I don't know. Do you remember those? Then she said you, then she called you guys the N word. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, no, but I just think, that. you know, I don't know. There's, she's 17. I didn't realize she was 17. Yeah. Cause she so, said TA, which is a college thing. Yeah. It so, sounded like she hell? was in college. Um, yeah, there's there Hillary. Go. Um, whenever I hear like Hillary Duff, 
whenever you were in high school when Hillary Duff was used as a tool, and I'm like, Wait, play it, play it. It's just a PSA. It's fine. Do you like this top? It's so gay. Really? Yeah, it's totally gay. You know, you really shouldn't say that. Pause it. And then Hillary Duff walks, looks at it and goes, you're right, it is gay. And that's <laughs> no. the name. That's the end of the commercial. <laughs> Neil, it is gay. Say what? We'll say that something's gay when you mean it's bad. It's insulting. What if every time something was bad, everybody said, oh, that's so girl wearing a skirt as a top. Oh, you are. <laughs> Those are cute jeans, though. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. You miss the best part. Knock it off. Yeah, so... Sometimes you just Sometimes we all you need, need to just the have right a, PSA to come along. <laughs> no, I was I'd stop before that. But it really Meanwhile, the poor Asian manufacturers of skirt top <laughs> tops. Skirt top skirt tops. It's tops of skirts. Tops. Um <laughs> stops. Stops. Um But I think it's also like, hey, everyone, let's just hey, admit I was fucked up. Yeah. Hers is so I was nobody I grew up with was ever saying someone was gay in a pejorative way. I think that's not the most important. You know, I don't deserve a pat on the back, but saying like stupid HCA is like, (sighs) yeah, I it's like what is so stupid TA? Stupid TA, everyone can get behind. And then that the fact that they're Asian, what's difference does it make? It's Bad racism. If you're going to be racist, guys, this is part of Neil Brennan's okay. racial yeah. counseling. Be, make it with a point. Thank you. With, and a stereotype, Nini. an existing stereotype from hopefully, at least from the 1800s. That's, that's what I'm asking for. I don't think we've met. I'm Neil. Um, Doc Watch, Will. Doc Watch. Doc Watch. Doc Watch. Uh, did you watch Biggie? I kind of depressing. No, okay, you did watch it. I did not. Yeah, because I get I've seen so many Biggie docs and all that stuff that they make me sad. Yeah, and it feels you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I don't know how was the journey to through the documentary different than anything no it's not i'll say that i don't think it's great um it's not an amazing documentary but was there a reason why they made it like is there new i think his mom was more involved and uh i think that netflix is does well with black programming like i think like yeah black icon documentaries i think are do well on netflix so um I don't know that for a fact, but I'm assuming. So, uh, so it's the, here's the thing that it made me realize guys like him. He looked like a fucking stick up kid. All the eighties rappers, by the time I saw them on television, looked like run DMC was like wearing a costume and they seemed old. Like Run DMC, even though they were probably late 20s when they hit, they seemed like they all looked old for their age. Um, LL was like sort of like sculpted and mm-hmm. moist lips and shit. Uh, 
Ice T. Ice T seemed like whatever crimes he did weren't you going doing, to affect me. <laughs> Biggie looked like he just robbed somebody. Mm. And it was to see him on television, uh, regular, just talking and rapping and like the lifestyle and all that stuff. It was, it's like Patrice one time said, NWA scared the shit out of him. When he saw NWA, he was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Amir Questlove said the same thing. He was like, who the fuck are they? They were scared. Like, whole, I got to stay away from them. Um, that's really funny. That's like, and also he was like so fucking young. It's like 20. So you just didn't see guys like that on television or talking. The amount of talking I watched Tupac do in like MTV interviews and shit, he was on TV constantly. If you turn on MTV, there was going to be a Tupac story. An incredibly young guy. So it was more about like that picture of him and Tupac. That guy didn't exist culturally. Right. Before. Before. No, no, no. Uh, in television oh yeah like he wasn't like we're gonna cut to a guy who looks like he'll fight you now (laughs) he will you you might get in trouble now like he was and he was selling drugs while he was recording so like it wasn't the image matched the even the his early photos were shot on the corner once you get into the crown stuff that's like second album but when he first hit that whole like fleet of rappers including Wu-Tang Clan which were like they beat up the source writers they literally beat the writer up and the photographer (laughs) like they did now it wouldn't it was like in the 80s it was like all very like corporate media and then there's this window where it's before it's like hip-hop journalism's new all these guys are new and they're they're all like grew up in the late like were selling drugs in a way that I just don't didn't think KRS-One did the generation before it mm. like there was something churchier about the generation before them and even if it wasn't directly church so it was just watching these guys and realizing like wow that was a Cause and by the way, now it kind of wouldn't happen. Like that, there's a culturally like the guy pop smoke or pop smoke that, but but the baby, da baby, and little babies, da babies, <laughs> damn uh, babies, uh, would be more controlled to me. Right. It's like Chris talks about how late Public Enemy was on Saturday Night Live in their career. It was like ninety one. Their best album came out in 88. Yeah. <laughs> so just the like white people were so far behind. And I don't, just something about this class was like, wow, these guys are real it's like street dudes. <laughs> perfect. Well, yeah. I mean, especially when you watch the Wu-Tang doc. Yes. I, you really got the feeling like, 
okay, yes, we are we're living our lives. Yes. we're going like, to try to do this. You better hope this check gets right. here. <laughs> you don't want to be here when I realize that the check's not coming, because then I'm going to have to do crime, because that's what I was doing. But like, there were still doing drugs, selling mm-hmm. drugs, do everything yeah. throughout the greatest albums, yeah. the greatest records. Yeah. So you know the like disparity between the artist and what they're rapping about was so small which is it yeah it wasn't even it wasn't there's really, nothing there's, there's nothing. it's it is that yeah i sold drugs then i went and made a song about it yeah and then i'm I, on I drugs finished, and i and i'm yes sometimes i'm on them then i'm gonna go back and it's all one continuous thing so the, uh, rotten rhymes <laughs> uh funk infused beats <laughs> hip-hop in new york that's what I sound like to people <laughs> yeah. when I talk about hip hop. Um, but it may, and incredibly young. And at the end, toward the end, they show video of Jay Z sitting with him. Yeah. And it's not the first time I realized it's the distance that these guys traveled mm. is so admirable. It's like miraculous. It's like so miraculous. And it's something that like I tune into and tune out of because like if I see Jay now, it's like. You're not thinking about Marcy Project. But the thing is, he's not either. No, he's thinking about millions and millions of dollars. He's thinking about LVMH and popping (laughs) bottles. But that's really impressive. Yeah, It's like, uh, you know, Slumdog Million. Like there's like these things of like get. Getting out of that situation is a fucking miracle. Yeah. I heard Will Smith say that one time that that that's the thing that Africans in the world are impressed by African-Americans by. Like, how did you get, how did you take over the world from there? And they're like, I rapped. Um, I'm charismatic and I rapped. So uh, shout out to um, the various... Uh, kings who have um who have traversed uh impossible distances impossible it's in it's impossible and they did it you see any dockies i i've been sucked in by the great british bake-off the great british bake-off is how long did it take how many episodes well, there's eight seasons, and I'm I'm stuck. I got I can't get out of the Great British Bake Off. It's, well, I'm not. How long did it take you to get stuck in the dough? You couldn't like get it. two episode the quick two dough. episode one and a half yeah. of one two, and it's funny because you go back. I'm watching episodes from like 2012. All these people are famous now. They're famous British people now, but they're just on some very famous polite. in what way. I don't know. The show is so endearing because everything's like, okay, and we're going to make your Genoa's sponges. And it's like, oh, no, the the syrup's not taking. It's so delicate of a reality show, you know, and I realize that it's so fucking charming because it's very calm and quiet and not American. If it was American, you'd have a guy like, I'm going to fucking kill it. You know, nobody has an ego. When they yeah. win the yeah. episode, of, I, I can't believe it. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Like everything is so self-deprecating and 
I don't know how I made it. And there's something so charming about it. It isn't a battle of this. It's it's also they're baking. So it's not. I mean, that's that keeps them humble. I would. It keeps well, I just mean Top like, Chef is like. Open a, yeah, it's like sing sing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm going. To, it's it's tasteful. It's tasteful. It's, it's like dignified. Like, no, it's not to say cooking isn't, but there's no. There's no. It's so. There's no room for for bravado. Right. And Bravabro. 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 There's also they're cooking shit from like uh, patisserie, like these old school French things that I've never heard of any of these desserts. And you know what's fucked up? If I watch something, like when I watched The Sopranos, I ate so much Italian food while hmm. I watch it. It just gets yeah. in my psyche. Uh, when I watch The Wire, I ate so much KFC crack. and crab. Go ahead. Crack. So much I crack. skipped the crack. But they used to eat those like KFC boxes. Yeah. KFC crabs. This fucking show is making me eat dessert. Like, I don't like dessert really. But like, at some point you're like, well, I want to try a je ne sais I have to write something down about the wire that I can't say. <laughs> oh my God. That you need to say because it's got the N word and it needs the N word to be funny. Oh. Talk about okay. Great British. Okay. And I think if they made, they made it American version. I don't think it did that well because Americans their egos are so inflated and they do this kind of fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm going to win. I'm going to crush it. This whole, I'm, I just talk myself up to oblivion, competitive talking shit kind of the, the British don't have that. And I don't think they would like you if you did that there. I think you'd be, I mean, Gordon Ramsay, it doesn't seem beloved. It's a little love hate, but not most people aren't like him. Apparently, I didn't know that. No one likes Jamie Oliver anymore. Interesting. Did you know that he was always cute? He was cute. They hate him mm-hmm. because he came to America, started hanging out with Americans. Got too, to him. Got, got too to much ego. They're like, don't big time us. All right. So Tony Woods, the great comedian, mm-hmm. uh, what used to sell drugs in D.C. and Annapolis. He sold crack i'm assuming in dc and annapolis there's obviously rivalry turf stuff between dudes who sell drugs in dc and dudes who sell drugs in baltimore because they're close so the wire is about selling drugs in baltimore and i asked tony woods if he had ever watched it at which point he said this to me why would i watch a show about niggas i used to rob (laughs) (laughs) Which is a very funny That's thing to say. So funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like <laughs> stop what you're doing and think about how funny that is. <laughs> so That's fucking funny. So funny. It's so funny. That's like the way Tony's funny that he could never capture on stage. It's like impo- it's like so fucking right. funny. Um It's there are a lot of comics that people never know how how funny they are. Yeah. Because there is this, I don't know, je ne sais quoi that certain comics have and certain comics don't of being able to capture their special shit uh-huh. and like yes. say it over and over again and have the audience get it the exact same way dudes They would have gotten it at work if right. they work with you. Yeah, I right. know. But if you get it right, you get $800 million. <laughs> then you're Neil. No, you're not me. 
uh, you're you know, you're very good comic. Oh no no no! I'm saying you get Sandler, Ellen, uh, you get a billion dollars. You don't think you could be that? No. Why? Uh, What's that Catholic in you? No, I because it's it's uh, I had this conversation with Ellen one time where we were in one of her houses. Okay. And I said, "This is a really nice house. Like, uh, how much was it?" <laughs> Will you answer that? Yeah, of course. Um, this is what people like and don't like about me. <laughs> um, and she said, I don't remember what she said, 11 million or 13 okay. something. And, uh, just look up her real estate holdings. They're all over 10 million bucks. And don't, by the way, look, a fucking perfect house, like perfect. Yeah. Just and like two bedrooms, not far from sunset. Like two bedrooms. Fucking, $11 yeah, that's million what, two bedroom. That's what I'm saying. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's a perfect house pool but not too it's right off sunset and Beverly mm. Hills. it's she sold it and uh and i was like i would love to have a house here but i don't i'll never have 13 million dollars to spend in a house and she goes yeah you will and i go no i won't <laughs> like i was trying to explain to her like you know how much money you have to make to have a 13 million dollar house right you gotta make 35 you have to have yeah, 35 have to, like, million dollars easy you got to have $35 million. And then think about what you have to do to make $35 million. And then you go, well, Netflix, you can get 20. All those people already had fucking. They already a had a $13 million house. Yeah. They already had, I don't know what Dave doesn't, but yeah, maybe he does. He could. Yeah. He, it's, yeah. It's not for lack of, you actually can't spend that kind of money in Ohio. You can't, you can't find Just it. buy the whole state. You're like, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Dave, it's, uh, it's 140 bedrooms and it's still only a million <laughs> six. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it in a self-pitying way. There's just no, no, like a, there's, it's just that I'm not like a Super Bowl person. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not, my act isn't Super Bowl. That's just not my core. Well, if but you, it's I'm obviously very funny. You've but if you make a show, <laughs> right? There's other means to get that. I feel like you yeah, are just such yeah. a good writer at heart yeah. that like that's why you're a good comic. That's why you've written on good shit. Yeah. So, but that that portion of it is uh so magically lucky mm. that it. Mm. I wouldn't. You're not it's banking possible, on it. You're not but like it's like, and and I and I know what it would be like to do. Yeah. Uh, it's like I'm not gonna say who, but he said when he was doing his sitcom, he just thought this is gonna be incredibly hard for like nine years, <laughs> but if I can make it, if I make it through this, mm. you know, so many famous people. I'm like, hmm. I there's a clue in the length. I think the clue it is, uh, was I found Seinfeld. But uh, you'll never, I'll never tell. Okay. Uh, oh, th this is a book that we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, it, uh, the thing about paving over pools so black people couldn't use them, and basically hurt the white people as well. Okay. It's like cutting you off your Cut nose. Cutting your nose. Face. Face, yeah. Um, she was actually going to call the book to spite your face. Uh, she didn't call it. She called it the sum of us, um, meaning S U M. Uh, and the, her name's Heather McGee. She was on Franken's podcast. I heard, I just wanted to like 
state clearly who she was in case people want to read it. Uh, book, how is it? I haven't read it. Okay, I just, just heard on 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 uh, Franken. Are you gonna read it? Yeah, a um, lot of uh, boring uh, stats next week. No, I think she. I, I think it's good, and and it was the podcast was great. If you don't, if you just want to listen to that, let's go to the emails. Man. It's time to check that email. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. Wednesday listener here. Uh, not quite top tier. Getting there. Uh, bing! I'm curious if I can think of how to phrase this question correctly. Um, Neil, what income level would you be willing to switch places uh, with a black man? Uh, and conversely, um, Binky, what level, what would the cutoff level be to switch places with a uh, white woman? Uh, obviously, this scenario assumes you would happily give up your uh, racial identities. So, you know, putting that aside, uh, I'm just curious about where the intersection of race and class lives uh, and how much of it is to do with money, class, and wealth. Great. Great question. Uh, he's I'm gonna he's gonna be one of my first hires at my racial <laughs> counseling firms. Um, we'll talk about the headband. He looks like a star child. He does look like a bit of a star <laughs> child. He looks like one of my plant friends. Um, that's a great question. Go ahead, Neil. To quote Rock, fame is the greatest gift God can give a black man. Mm-hmm. So it's. You could be a millionaire black person, but if you're uh, not known, you'd have to do, you'd have to be one of those like flashy, like put yourself in your own commercials kind of guys to get. You'd have to take the money and put it aside to make yourself locally famous. <laughs> so <laughs> we're already over. Let's put it over a million. Okay, but I would. Once I had the money, I would make myself locally famous. I'd make horrible commercials with me in the store. Like, tell him. Yeah. Dollar uh, Center. Yeah. What's my name? What's my black name? Uh, Nico. Nico. Tell him you. Nico sent you. No, Nico. There are no black end names. That, well, pun, you be that, careful. Well, there's one great um, one. <laughs> no, Neil. Well, um, all right. What, what? Nate? Nate, Nico's good. blacker than yeah, but Nico's blacker than Nate. Nico, Bar- Nate Nico is from with Nico. Nico is like Miami. That's not yeah. Miami black. Yeah, all right, we'll go with Nate. I don't love Nate though, but Nate, tell <laughs> Nate. him Nate sent you. <laughs> Nate, tell him Nico Nate sent you, aka Nardo, <laughs> Black Nardo. Tell Black him Black Nardo, Nardo sent you. And Neil is a <laughs> that's a, a that's a very one. good question. That's a good one. Um Oh, I don't think there's an amount. You you have to. Oh, I have to? Well, it's not a, you didn't Oh, I thought it question. was would you if no, you could be a You have to. What uh what's the what's the So they're saying you couldn't they couldn't pay you enough to be white. I don't. Okay, so if we're gonna play along, if uh, let me rephrase it, 
because I, I don't think it's like paying you to be white. It's it's at what income level do you believe your quality of life would sustain itself as a white woman? And I don't mean your car, your any. I'm talking about the your the feeling inside you. If I was a white woman, I would want a considerable amount of income because I would. I feel like there's a type of good you can do as a white person that a non-white for one, <laughs> a non-white person can't. Like I would. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have a great answer, but I would say I'd need to have a net worth of, I would want to give so much back into communities. So I'd have to have a considerable amount of net worth. Cause that's what I would, if we just woke up and like, yeah, whoa, freaky Friday. Yeah. Um, I would just completely devote myself to community service. So no one wants a poor community service person. I think you're underestimating the, the, 50? The power. What? The the way whiteness dulls your sense of privilege. So once I get in, I'm just like, <laughs> Once you get oh. in, you'll be like, oh, oh you know what? Hey, you guys I good? could write that, mm, <laughs> shoes, <laughs> white Uggs, um, oh, a no. water bottle, a new water bottle. I spent, I, I'm a, I do plant medicine. Um. That's a great question, though. Great. And it makes and it me makes you think. Makes you. It makes me respect the listeners. They get it. The listeners get it, especially when I'm reading how many are giving a shit for saying Tuesday listener. Tuesday <laughs> listener is so funny. It's so funny. Uh, like, okay. And also, this is the kind of guy that you would kind of you wouldn't assume he wouldn't even assume he thinks like, about this stuff. No. Let alone, you know, uh, he, has he, it, he, has an insight. Yeah, describe them for people who are. He's aren't. like a white guy. He's got like a bob, like a Eddie Vedder, Kurt Cobain bob. And he's got it in what can only be described as a uh, burgundy brownish head wrap that you'd see on a black woman uh, on a sitcom. Okay. In a night scene. Like, would you come in here? She'd be wearing something like that. I don't even know what you call that. It looks burlappy to me. No, no, no. I'm not saying fabric. I'm oh. just saying the the shape. You, you know, it looks like when. Have you ever seen those white Muslims? Yeah. And they wear white linen. W- Muslims. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah, the ones they, with the orange beards. We've talked about. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, those are Sikhs. We only talked no, about Sikhs. No, the orange Muslim. We talked about orange, orange, orange guys, uh, Muslim guys, especially in Af- Afghanistan, <laughs> paint their fucking. <laughs> They paint their beards orange. Every time I see it, because it's, it's so me. crazy that it took <laughs> it's, off. It's, it's a power so to funny. fucking how infectious culture is, no matter how stupid it's it is. So funny. Anyways, yeah, yeah. It's it's that guy, but uh, no, he seems nice, and I like his mid-century modern staircase. Interesting. So there you go. Goodbye. Interesting. <laughs> You've got mail. Hello, Sir Neil and Lady Binks, LSTNRE. Uh, oh, my name's Robert. And I grew up in a household uh, when I was watching the Three Mike special again on repeat uh, a couple of nights ago. I saw uh, the bit about what you define as a true narcissist and um, also your experience growing up in a household of 10 kids. 
and how those factors can interplay with one another. I'm the youngest of five. Uh, my father was, I would not say a violent alcoholic, although uh, when I came home from the hospital one time after a bike accident, he did throw a lamp at me. So the question becomes, That'll teach you. relative to your own experience, how does one understand their value, their worth, and how they're meant to coexist in a world that's defined by a prism of, I'm not worthy, you have to fight for everything you have, it's, you know, time to scrap. Anything you have to say on the thought would be uh, much appreciated. Thanks for your time. Be well. Uh, great question. I'm going to be one of those people who says great question now in interviews. Great question. And because I read, I read charisma books. Um, you have to ignore that person's reality. That person is a sick person. And their perception of the world can be right. You know, they understand left from right and they can follow directions and they can be very gifted in things and whatever. But their perception of the people around them is completely warped to the point where you have to you have to know that every time you deal with them. Yeah, you have to. Because otherwise you will get swept up in their perception of you. It's the, the the thing I think I said on here, which is I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I'm who you th- who I think you think I am. Mm. So if I think if you're around someone who you know doesn't value you, you're not going to value you. That's who you are. So you have to divorce yourself from the the situation it sounds hard because you travel by bike but it sounds hard to divorce yourself from your dad you just have to know that like they're they're a they're sick person and not like you're sick just like they have this thing that distorts their reality and you have to be firmer in your reality yeah in order to deal with them any anything you thought no i just like listening the 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 yeah my dad's narcissist was about narcissism was about his his grandeur i didn't i gotta say there was a weird thing with my me and my dad where it was he knew it was like he knew i was in onto him Mm. and couldn't rarely violent i was i think i've said it which is i was like the you know when um, in war, officers, it's like a different thing, and officers from different armies will meet kind of socially? Yeah. Um, or at least they'll meet it, they'll meet it like Malta, whatever. That's not, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. um, that's kind of with my dad. He was like, can't really fuck with you because I know you know. And they all think you're good. Mm. So if for me to go negative on you would be like, it would be too crazy. Like they'd be like, there would be a revolt. Right. I'm, I was their Meghan Markle. 
<laughs> so it was okay. Sacrifice Neil. Sacrifice not putting any shit on Neil yeah. to maintain. Kind of like in it a wasn't weird even case. that explicit. It was more just like he knew that I he knew that I didn't fuck with him, and he and he didn't entirely disagree with me. Interesting. Did it you guys is, ever it have a conversation about it? No. Not even close. Not even a like, huh, or like a one word, two word confirmation. He told one of my sisters, this is whatever. He told one of my sisters that I had the highest IQ. Uh, I don't know if of the family or the kids or mm. something, but I'm, I, it's, it's like Dave's joke about the white guy who hangs out with black guys. Like that, you don't know what that white guy did to impress the black guys, but it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was in that I don't know not like he was I, I was given good status or it was like it was Man. still vi it was still chaotic. He was still cold, he was still unloving, he was still tons of other shit. Right. But there was an element of respect toward me. Cause I was precocious. Like I was like wise, he would say. It's like speaking of which, I told you how homophobic things used to be. Yeah. In the in the he wrote a the, he would write a christmas letter every year and when i started kindergarten he said this is a direct quote from me that he put in the christmas letter neil um isn't crazy about kindergarten and says they sing gay songs <laughs> so if you don't think i've been me <laughs> that i would not even like these are home these are homosexual songs because they were they were eh. No, but that's really why would he put that in the court? Because that that you could advertise it back then. That was right. funny. <laughs> like, anyhow, that was the thing with. But but the narcissist I've dealt with as an adult, you have to divorce yourself from them, and and not fall into perceiving yourself through their prism. Well, you know, I feel like we're. We're always on in a in pursuit to figure ourselves out. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I like this? Why am I like that? We're also in. We're all, we also try to figure out our parents, mm -hmm. especially as we get older. Um, and I remember going on like years ago on a subreddit called "Raised by a Narcissist," mm -hmm. and I. You're talking to a member. Oh, <laughs> I'm a member, but just because I realized I was not raised by a narcissist. Oh, that's interesting. Because. It was, it, the stories are rough. Anything sticks out or just like a general? <sighs> nothing sticks out. Nothing I can remember off the top of my head in like yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah. But really weird competitive stuff. Oh, really? I, yeah. Like my dad was competitive with me, like, like for sure. Really? The competitive nature of parents to children. It's not like I haven't not felt that, but. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to complain when this is, there's an un, never ending and un, unlimited amount of stories that my jaws on the floor. If you I just, think, I think some of the stuff on that web, on that subreddit are fantasy compounded. Stories? No, I think that people, there's some bipolar, there's some borderline, there's some, it's not I all think narcissism. it's like, yeah, I think, I think it is narcissism with other shit. Okay. But competitive fucking absolute. I, I didn't even remember that i don't that's oh i i think if 
and when you're raising kids, just do not be competitive. I don't oh. get how someone gets competitive with a child. I don't. I mean, I it's in weird. theory, I certainly don't. I I've heard people voice a thing of getting mad that their kid is getting a nicer Christmas or whatever. <laughs> there was a really funny meme about uh, immigrant parents, which um, comes to America to make their children's lives better and then guilts children about their better lives. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, that's like the cuter version of it. Right. Uh, but it's a, it's just a bet. If you're a narcissist, just don't have a kid. Now you're probably telling yourself, but I'd be an amazing parent. Well, I remember one time specifically I uh, went, I had to, I was going to Persian school, but uh, my Farsi was so shitty that I had to go into the little kid classes. And I remember I was getting competitive with a five-year-old. I was like, how did she fucking know well, that? Well, that I get because it's <laughs> I like, like, I get that. I almost it, you I genuinely to check feel dumb. <laughs> you feel like not. I'm not even as smart as a five year old. It I was, get that. Okay, I I felt so embarrassed by it's like how when you I was see feeling. a five year old snowboarding. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> fuck this kid! And you fucking give him an elbow to the head, but underneath the helmet, so it really lands. Um, Goodbye. Good, another good one. You've got mail. The Binks and the Star Child, RSTNLE. I've, it's been oh, mentioned nice. that Tuesday listeners are the highest level of listener. And as a dedicated Thursday watcher, I'd like to make a case for non-Tuesday listeners okay. still making the top tier. Okay. For a while, I tried to listen on Tuesdays for the immediacy of something enjoyable, but I felt like I missed so much in uh, the way you two interact. Um, I think Bianca took a pill during this uh, podcast because her boobs got a cup size bigger <laughs> as you may as you may point out frequently some of uh communication is tone but 55 percent of it is body language and it's just interesting to watch when neil accuses bianca of being upset a viewer can see it first because she avoids eye contact when bianca has to co- uh commentate neil's actions a viewer can already see that neil is struggling to tie his tribe bracelet with his teeth Lately, viewers have also been able to see your genuine excitement from celebrity callers. For me, a lot of the energy is lost when I'm listening. It is just a uh, better overall experience and worth the wait to watch. Um, Plus, as a viewer, you can see the very available sexual energy that you both bring. The hardest part is having the Neil-like discipline to wait for the full episodes. It's like waiting for ice cream day or rewarding yourself with masturbation (laughs) once you're in for the night. Um, ultimately, I don't think it's when or how you enjoy the podcast that makes you a top tier listener, but that you are dedicated. Yes. I'm an active listener, Ma. I just like to watch too. I, he likes that's to That's from a lady. That's good. You, yeah. It's, I cut her name off, but I did know, I thought it felt like a dude. Felt and like then, a dude, but, and then, but sometimes I feel like a dude. You know what I mean? And also just to add, whenever you accuse me of being mad, I'm never mad for the reason you're accusing me. Just, <laughs> but you're still mad. Oh yeah, but you like, won't tell me. No, 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 no. It's not that I won't tell you. It's that it's sometimes the way you get hung up on things in a conversation can be frustrating for me. But it's so minimal that it's not worth derailing the, the conversation. No, it's just like well, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's but, like that. It's not like we need to. No, talk. I know. But I would 
Cat, my friend Cat, available sexual energy, the coiner of available sexual <laughs> hey, energy. Cat. And I want to say a holder of available sexual energy. Okay. Let's be honest. She's, she's... Um, and uh, mm, uh, ha- has she has very she she's a Thursday watcher, and um, which is the highest tier. <laughs> um, she has very funny observations to the point where I have the idea of doing it having either doing an after show with her hilarious because <laughs> it's so fucking funny i because would... she resolves our issues it's <laughs> very us. funny i want to can we just, can I, just yes a... i yes but I, we got to figure out an after show it's issue because it's fucking funny um but yes no so i'm never ever really upset i just think sometimes at the beginning of when we did this podcast, I learned from you that like, yeah, just keep it moving. If you already yeah. discuss it, just keep it moving. So sometimes I think my face will look like, okay. And it seems like what's yeah. wrong, but it, actually nothing is wrong. Okay, go. We'll move on. For instance, Kat noticed last week, I said that you got mad at me for the racism mm. thing. And she, and Kat said, she was mad at you for saying you, that she wouldn't know Meghan Markle was black unless somebody told her. <laughs> no, not at all. So No, I was mad that you kept being like, what is it? I, but I, what is I it? You're te- right, I'm but like, you're telling me. I don't me. know, fucking, I don't know, no, Neil. That's what I'm saying, but you're, you were ascribing a value to, I know white people are racist, I know England is, is, has a lot of racist people in it, <laughs> but when you say, like, that thing is racist and then can't define the thing, that's frustrating to me. Okay. Well, then we were both frustrated. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Goodbye. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I'm a massive fan of the show. It's all just love hey. mail now. Come I'm on. a massive mail. fan of the show. I listen to several mail. podcasts on a, re- a regular basis, <laughs> but yours is the one I get most excited to see pop up on my feed every week. So much so that I need to strenuously object <laughs> to the notion that Tuesday listeners are top tier feelers. Come on. Uh, uh, I'm still, uh, I'm often still working on Tuesday evening. And even when I'm not, I like to save your show for when I can savor it most. Uh, full disclosure, it's almost always when I'm doing yard work. Oh. Who, uh, yard work. What, a, what's a yard? <laughs> um, Neil, you of all people should understand the importance of scheduling the lovemaking. <laughs> the Tuesday listeners want a fast and furious quickie in the parking lot. I'm trying to take my time and make a baby. I love you both. I love you. Quote, it's Crohn's. Say it the real way. I can't. Goodbye. Oh, um uh that's just i just want you guys to know that we're valuable that's why we read those letters up front Yay. you've got mail hi nardo and binks i came across this amazing amazing data visualization called one pixel wealth that made me realize that figuring out what to call the working class uh from episode 95 uh you uh, might not be the right priority when it comes to talking about the needs of regular people in the context of america's spiraling wealth disparity uh, I challenge you to get through the entire v- visualization. Challenge not accepted. Uh, the true scale of wealth of what the media calls casually the super rich will astound you. It certainly astounded me. I did a I did a, a Daily Show thing about how rich Jeff yeah. Bezos was. I so basically says what should we call the super rich? And I have a term. Okay. Morbidly wealthy. Great. On brand for you. On brand for me. <laughs> the obese, I hit them a little. 
I'm over that. Always got it. I'm over <laughs> it. I don't do that anymore. Um, morbidly wealthy. I think it gets at the point. They're yeah. morbidly wealthy. Like, why would you need... Uh, <laughs> over X, it's just no, at a certain a, point, like, what are, you, what are you doing? When you hear the number, we do it in terms of 90, 147. 7.5 you know yeah but when you break it down like uh he could spend a million dollars a day you have to do and one you, of those you, when you do those yeah that's when 40 times doesn't work like, if you even graphs of like you can fit the top fifth i don't those fucking make me gloss the over one percent has the top I, yeah no idea yeah but how how much can he spend a day to waste his wealth yeah, it's, and it still be excessive to yeah. the average person. I love those because yes. when you hear it, it's insane. Yes, it's like a, a million dollars an hour type of person. It's yeah, it's it, or like, like do, wait, LeBron makes, in order to have Bezos' money, LeBron. I don't remember what the stat was. I read LeBron read would have to play like for two hundred years. To, for I, I don't even remember what the fucking number is. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's like, um. Like 900 years. Yeah. It's like <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so that's why morbidly, morbidly wealthy. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Sometimes every once in a while. Um, and that's, I'm going to become morbidly wealthy <laughs> by coming up with terms like morbidly wealthy. Goodbye. Hey, Neil Anka. That's the thing is there's yeah. not a market for it. Now be kind to each other. That's how you make a billion dollars. <laughs> You've got me. Hey, Neil Anka. <laughs> Um, I love it. I thought I'd write in regarding your story about the time Dave told you how black men's penises are dark. <laughs> That's like a TMI situation, but he said it, so I don't like. Do you know what I mean? Something right. about it makes me got, feel TMI. You just received, yeah. The like me repeating it feels like am I yeah, betraying like, a thing he said? Well, no, a, but, but we had it in the cut. So um, he also mentioned elbows and knees. Uh, yeah. Black men's penises are darker than the rest of their body. This was surprising for me because I was under the impression that uh, this was the case for dicks across the board. I myself am sporting multiple shades below the belt. Uh, from what from my waist to about my mid-thigh, I'm an old pasty bastard, but my junk looks like it's been sunning itself on a beach somewhere in Cancun for the better part of the summer. Now, unfortunately for me and my wife probably, uh, that is where the similarities end. Anyhow, keep on doing. I think it's a uh, uh, black small, dick small yeah, black swing dick. and a miss. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we got Will a desk. Everybody, if you if Will the if the so cues seem a little crisper, serious. the searches are still the searches uh, an abomination. But the but the <laughs> the sound effects have never been better. Um, uh, I've heard the argument. This is another. Oh wait, okay. No. And then there was another. There was another uh, 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 color. I feel like all it's just a gathering of skin. Of course, it's darker. Were you? Is bl- that you- why you think it's darker? Well, everything where there's a gathering of skin, it's darker. Hold on, let's stop the calculating. <laughs> Would a neck not be a gathering of skin because it's got but give? It's, but it is a bit tight, and it is kind of like it's not. It's not. It's resting isn't gathered. It okay. can. It gather. doesn't need. Mu- it has stretch without. It has give without extra skin. Right. Elbows, uh, knees. Yeah, I guess so. Buttholes, buttholes. Butthole. Shout out oh, to buttholes. Shout out. Uh, EP of the podcast. Buttholes. Um, 
Uh, or like, have you ever seen a woman that gave birth and her stomach can be a little uh, wrinkly, mm-hmm. darker? Interesting. I bet they love it. But <laughs> I bet women love it when that happens it's, to their bodies. No. Um, I it's all part of the process. well, yeah. My because I'm so pale, mine isn't that dark. Right. It's probably pink. You hate to have a tell, but. <laughs> well, pink is a yes. white person's dark. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's not, yes. Not every white person's dark. I but thought of another one thing about are your this. Nipples I remem- pink? Your nipples yes. are pink. In like, fact, I remember the first time I took my shirt off in front of Dave, <laughs> he remarked, Why are your nipples pink? <laughs> oh, no. I, <laughs> we were on the same page. Yeah. Um, so you're either, you know, dark or slice of ham. Um, he said it like, yo, why your nipples? Like whenever we were saying things that were uncomfortable, we would talk like Tron, the character. Or, uh, and then that became Rick James. Goodbye. Why are your nipples pink? <laughs> um, okay. You've uh, got mail. This is a, I've heard the argument too many times that an alcoholic can give up drinking, but no one can give up eating. I think it's another excuse. I know it's hard to eat healthy, maintain a healthy weight 100% of the time, but alcoholics still drink, i.e. water, soda, so it isn't a matter of not eating. It's about not eating junk food, candy, pastries, et cetera, in lieu of veggies, fruit, et cetera. Being overweight's hard. Dieting and exercising is hard. Choose your heart. This is, this is uh, the devil trying to tempt me mm-hmm. back into my old ways. Mm-hmm. Don't do and, it. Uh, Stay strong, and I, Brother Neil. Chris, what I'm telling you is we can have empathy for our brothers and sisters that are afflicted with uh, uh, di- uh we'll call it uh, disordered eating and we just have to sympathize and hope that they can come through it good j- listen to the star horrible style. podcast but oh, that's but nice what a what an existence the bracelets are tight what today. an existence gang goodbye hey you've got uh, mail nibs what? <laughs> I don't know what that means I don't know what uh, this, this is james aka hong kong jimmy hey back in the day you would actually like him you would, uh, he seems cool. Yeah, you would, but you would. I could see you dating him. Oh, doesn't he have a girlfriend? No, he did. No, he didn't. He was, in fact, he's written about having hard times. Oh, interesting. Finding a gal hey. in hey. Hong Kong. Back in the day, I dated a Scandinavian girl out here. We weren't mm. compatible for a bunch of reasons, and it didn't work. But we somewhat remained friends, regardless. Uh, when we were dating, she would always playfully say how much she wanted, quote, a chocolate baby, which I Whoa. would always cringe at. And Wait, is James to the, Black? Yeah. All right. And he, he, he wouldn't, he also wouldn't, you couldn't pay him to be a white person. So that's another thing. <laughs> so there we comment. go. Hong Kong. Jimmy. Um, which I would always cringe at. He's from the Bay and he moved to Hong Kong because he kind of he just was sick of american racism man uh, he was like i need repression i need political <laughs> repression um uh well chocolate baby uh, but he thought it was just the cultural mores of europe not exactly being politically correct on such matters anyways fast forward to now i recently discovered that she's living in europe and is now pregnant side note last year she posted a photo on her instagram story that i uh had noticed I noticed had a chocolate friend of mine in it, chocolate. which I thought was a bit strange, but figured they were maybe just at the same event. Mm-mm. A fucking event. <laughs> um, though he hasn't been to Hong Kong, 
Uh, they definitely did not hang in the same circles. So it was a moment of cognitive dissonance. Back to the story. When I found out that her baby was indeed going to be a chocolate baby, I kind of had a crazy theory that it was my friend who might be the father, but thought it was maybe too much of a stretch and dismissed it. She's uh, quite, uh, quite a pretty gal. He has sported, yes. cl- uh, he, uh, spelled a G-Y-A-L. Uh, guys, the level of clever in these um, uh, letters is touching. Um, that's, of course, Caribbean woman gal. Um, yes. And he wouldn't be the only chocolate. Uh, she is quite a pretty gal, and he wouldn't be the only chocolate man in continental Europe to want to impregnate her after all. What were the chances? Fast forward recently, I was texting with her, and I found out that he is in fact the father, which blew my mind. I get the impression <laughs> that this was unplanned thing uh, resulting from a hookup. Wrap it up, fellas. Uh, he has kind of disappeared in the last few months and doesn't know that I know all this. I also don't think he knows that me and his baby mother used to date. Um, this being a blessed time uh, to bring a baby into the world, I don't want to be a distraction, but... Should I casually tell him that uh, he wasn't that 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 she was an ex of mine, or have it come naturally um, later down the road? Uh, P.S. Related. I'd like to thank Neil for the term factory settings. Every time I think I'm an amber with a girl, I just remember that they are most likely just factory settings, and I shouldn't sweat it. Oh, Neil, you messed him up. I no, he's thanking me. Okay. <laughs> um. No. Wait, you, you didn't read the good part. Uh, how Nikhil feel and what Binky Key Thithi. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the good part? That might not have been the good part. Um, uh, I uh, no. Let her tell. Tell. Let her do it. Don't tell him. Say you. Do know you the, tell her to tell him? Just say, hey, FYI, that I actually know him. I don't like. I would just consult her. She I, seems cool. My worry. Not my worry. I bet she knows he knows him. Is she a homie hopper? I think that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) She's a homie hopper. To the Colon international. (laughs) Colon. Chocolate. 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 The French spelling. (laughs) The Juliet Benoche spelling. Uh, Um, uh, So she's a chocolate homie hopper. Yo. Colin. She's an international chocolate homie hopper. <laughs> is ultimately what we're talking about. Then, you know, yeah, not my problem. Is this yeah, filed under I, not uh, my problem? I think you just, I think it's like. How are they going to hang Kobe's out? Kobe's wife just, releasing the names. I think you just got, I don't. I, it's one of those things. It's like, you can't, I can't call it. And I, there, no one's asking me to call it. Right. I think you just. I don't know. I I truly don't know what I would because if you don't talk to him very often. I don't know. I mean, but then there's also the thing of like letting him know she's a homie hopper internet. She's an international chocolate homie hopper. (laughs) But uh, but does it matter? Is that the name of the fucking podcast? Uh, of course, it is. <laughs> you're so a fucking sucker if you don't think that's the name of the podcast. Um, it's do you know? <laughs> do you know? <sighs> okay, know. okay. So let's just let's do the opposite. He goes, "Yo, friend, I fucked your baby mom. We dated. She's my ex. 
like there's no that's not what's the there's not there's nothing fruitful is gonna come there, out there yeah what's funny is you we've all had people we know date people we yeah. know and they don't know that we dated that person yeah and then when how, how have you felt before they found out do you care well there's two sides there's I, like the the power element mm. i'm like this motherfucker this corny yeah. motherfucker doesn't know i done <laughs> um hung dick up in there oh, one Lord. of the grossest terms for <laughs> the grossest uh, the absolute grossest there's the power thing and then there's also the feeling like a type well if you have i to see look a like guy but I, if i see a guy but there's ch- international chocolate homie hoppers but then oh, there's yeah. also just like chuckle fuckers <laughs> Yo, there's so many chuckle and fuckers. then there's international chocolate Ch- chuckle, chuckle fuckers. <laughs> so like do if i know someone's a chuckle fucker that makes me feel less powerful because I feel right. like, like I was oh, just damn. one of it had nothing. So if that lasted, yeah. I wouldn't. It wasn't really a. In fact, I had a. I have. There's a a different chuckle fucker, mm-hmm. which is women that I've dated, slept with, whatever. Who then on? Who then went on to be interested in comedy professionally? Oh, that's weird. That's like a. I've had a few of those. And that's one of those things where you're like, is it, it, do you think it's like you transferred the comedy spirit to them or do you think they was always in them and that's why they were even attracted to you? That's where you can't look at it too closely because you, meaning not like you're afraid to look at it. I don't know. I don't know what their motive was. How does it feel for you? feels a little weird. It feels, I don't like it. No. But it's like when girls go, you're just into Asian girls. Yeah. I like fucking. Asian eyes. No, I like I Those like dark haired Asian women. eyes. Yeah, I like dark haired women. Like a lot of Asian, almost. In fact, not almost. Unless they did something, Asian women have dark hair. So that's in falls into the category. But you've dated, all of types. course. But is, that's when if you, you date an Asian girl, they go. I because I said it on Netflix. Oh yeah, Asian girls would be like, oh, you, am I Which just is another funny one? Funny because your ex was yes Asian, yes, but didn't, didn't look, look it. So, so yes. Anyways, you screwed. Do you now, are you like careful what you put in specials so you don't get, so it doesn't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just because it's not worth. It's not it's worth like, the, Is like, it worth the setup? It's, I could have made that anything other than Asian. Black. I do uh, a call. Blonde, yeah. That's um, so funny. And by the way, if I'd said black women, I would, my black DM business would have increased 7,000%. <laughs> um my my inventory okay so do, would you would you let your friend know if you're just like minimal <sighs> friends you don't talk often i think you just let it slide don't and especially because if the baby came out of a one-night stand yeah, it, it's not like the, even but even if they're getting married i don't fucking know i don't know because i don't know the nature of yeah the, their, their relationship but it's not it's a good question i just don't know it's unanswerable. So okay. it's Chinese. It's an it's an unanswerable Chinese riddle. Goodbye. You've got dear mail. Neil and no or no Neil, dear Neil no, no, or no Neil, and so you think you can dance like a oh deal Neil or no Neil, <laughs> dear Neil or no Neil, and so you think you can dance. <laughs> Great. L S T N E R Tuesday morning acolytes. Nice. 
liar because it doesn't come out till four Pacific. Um, I met my last girlfriend <laughs> at uh, college in Arizona in 2005. We spent two years as friends getting to know each other well and falling in love and started dating in 2007. We were together for seven years, quite a bit of time. So uh, we were apart doing long distance while she went to school in Alabama before she moved to Boston uh, to attend and, and graduate from Ber- Berkeley School of Music. Um, we've been through a lot together, but I was the one who ended things because I didn't think she would ever grow out of certain selfish traits. And she was used to having everything provided for her while I had a job and had been paying all my bills since I was 14. Uh, we have since been apart for five years while she was, she's been working for a music publishing company in New York. We rarely contacted each other during the time. And I did my best not to reach out and give her space. Neither of us have had a serious relationship since breaking up. I traveled for work and was in her hometown last October for work. Come to find out she moved back. Long story short, he's saying, um, should I simp? uh, Can you get back together? They hung out. She FaceTimes me every night, sometimes more than once a day. While I love reconnecting with her, it feels, I feel it's detrimental to me as I would get back together with her at a moment's notice. Oh, what's the problem? Should he read into it her interest and... Is it like, is she, is she, does she have platonic intentions or? Is she just lonely? Is she using him? What's the. Uh, And can former love heirs get back together? Um, Uh, I don't know. I. I I'm not a fan of getting back together. I've never gotten back together with an ex. I've done it, but I'm not a fan. Really? Whereas you've drawn the line. You won't even entertain it. Because I feel like the type of relationship dynamic that just happens that I'm obviously taking um, part of, but it, I'm extremely supportive and they're really have to accept the support and the balance of power gets tilted pretty heavily to them. Mm -hmm. So at the end of it, they just feel like, like you work for them. I work for them. I feel a little, not used, but definitely taken for granted on every relationship so it's whenever i think of an ex i'm like instead of should i get back in a relationship for me it's do you want to go back to prison just voluntarily walk back in sit in your old cell i thought i was pessimistic (laughs) i just i know on to the next goodbye uh i don't think you can get back together with exes because you will revert back to who you are in your core within six weeks Mm. unless you've done minimum eight ayahuasca journeys and (laughs) uh, all of my advice i will i will entertain it if they did ayahuasca yeah yeah. and or i also don't think you should get back together because it's i always see it as like a reunion tour of like remember right i think a lot of marriages are like that like remember that year and a half where we were fucking bananas about each other right let's try to get that like let's we're just constantly Seeing if we can get it, we'll get it back in windows or like, it's constantly about when I first met your mother right? and when I met, when this one first came into my life and not enough about the present tense and too much about the past. So it becomes um, the Punky Brewster reboot. (laughs) Are you going to watch on Peacock? uh, I am not. Goodbye. You've got Um, mail. Hey, Neil and Binky. Day one. Tuesday downloader, Wednesday <laughs> on my way to work, L-S-T-N-E-R. 
that's um, nice. Uh, no need to bore you with other details about it. Love it. In listening to the podcast for so long, I noticed something. Neil casually mentions wrestlers and wrestling numerous times. Just on this week's episode, he called uh, Pierce Morgan a heel. As someone who hides his wrestling fandom from most everyone uh, in my life, I got to know, Neil, are you a closeted wrestling fan? If so, have you ever thought about going to write for wrestling <laughs> for WWE? Who's your favorite wrestler? Thanks for reading my email and can't wait to hear back. Okay. I There's a few things here. I don't watch wrestling at all. Okay. But it's a wonderful metaphor. It's just a for fake activity yeah for fake storylines fake activity fake relationships fake conflict so that's what wrestling is great for if you want to know there someone wrote an article and we'll like put it in the notes somewhere in the like link i don't know what I, i've never clicked on the podcast i don't know what's under it but um someone wrote an article about donald trump and wrestling mm. and uh the term kayfabe Meaning it doesn't, it just, all it requires is emotion from the audience. So you know how Trump would completely contradict himself? He can contradict himself back to back in a speech, but if he gave the audience a line to boo, it was great. Right. Like we got to free Mike Flynn, but lock Hillary up. Free Mike Flynn. Yeah. Lock Hillary up. Yeah. And you're like. Those are totally contradictory. Like this guy, whatever, we won't get into it. It was just generating emotion without, there was no context. There was no, there's no future. There's no past. So that's the beauty. That's one of the, it's the best article about Trump I've ever read. Um, And it was, uh, it's actually not that one, whatever. Um, Yeah. Um, And it, one of them mentioned amusing ourselves to death. So, you know, that I, had to doubly love it writing for wrestling they have comedy writers write for wrestling sometimes not even sometimes like guys this guy named tommy blancha wrote for conan and then went to write for wrestling it's the fucking funniest and he had a story that i think about every time i got in an airplane i get on or i got when i used to fly on airplanes um the wrestlers have to fly from fucking wichita to Oklahoma, just like puddle jumper flights. Right. But they're six, eight. Right. Yeah. So the story is a guy was, there was a guy sitting in, uh, in a, a, just a regular person sitting in the emergency exit row. And a wrestler walked up and was like, look at me, look at you, get up. (laughs) Which is so fucking funny. Every time I get on a plane, I want to do that. Like, but like, get up! And the guy was like, oh, "Okay, just got up." Like, like, it. He he commandeered my seat. There's nothing I can do. Um, so you so, don't have a favorite wrestler? No, I don't even. I wouldn't even know how to. Like, I don't know. No, I like. What do, do I name one besides? Oh, I name. I can name them by like Nick Rick Flair, Nick Flair, Nick of course. Flair. <laughs> um, uh, the Hulkster. Fucking The Rock. Macho Man. Macho Man Randy Savage. Scotty one of the greatest Zuhati. performers of all time. Ted DiBiase. Uh, Randy Macho Man Savage is one of the greatest wrestlers of Macho all Michael time. Rose. And if you don't believe me, look up Macho Man Savage, Cream of the Crop. And it's 
a perfect comedy performance when I tell you. Watch we'll just watch so it fun. right now. Okay, go. WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guests at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? Lord, I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. Macho Madness, he has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me say it, yeah. Let me say it loud and let me point to the president of the world wrestling federation the macho man randy savage is not happy with your decision yeah i am the cream in the world wrestling federation wait, wait minute, and there is no doubt about it yeah you mean gene oakland you know that i'm the cream of the crop oh. Wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Outside interference, yeah. In my moment of glory. Yeah, no, I'm living a nightmare. And I am the queen. And now, not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship he's belt must fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Because Hulk Hogan, yeah, I am <laughs> no, the queen. No, he's not. Yeah, the cream of the crop. And there is no one that does it better than the Macho Man Randy Savage. On balance, off balance, doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm better than you are. Un- yeah. And I'm talking to everyone in the World Wrestling Federation. And I'm even talking <laughs> to President Dude. Jack Tunney. Yeah, I'm on my way. And nothing is going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy and I... Stop it. It's he's well, Neil writing, knows every word. Because he's, he's writing it as... Yeah, he, of course he's... The cream falls off his head. He's, he's like, on balance, off balance. Whatever, it doesn't matter. And, uh, and he's so he, you're, he's writing it and doing the... No, 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 no. He knows he's pulling creams out. Right. He knows he has to close with cream. Right. So he he's going, I got to close by saying cream again. But if I take the third one out, I'm fucked. I have right. no closer. So he does one, two creams. Three realizes I can't. Four realizes he can't. Then for five, he... Oh. What? It's unbelievable. What does he do? He... he he saved the cream for the last, so we could close with cream. It he got lucky, it fell off, but then he re he does a rewrite on on balance, off balance, lands on uh, Gene Okerlund, right. picks it up, so still has it. It's fucking unbelievable, and I think I, we can use it because no I one. I feel no one like it. you should write for wrestling. I would love to, but I've got a podcast. <laughs> okay. um, Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, Nene and BB. I'm a late 20s working creative person with a bipolar depression who struggled my, with substance abuse since I was a teenager. I'm three days sober. My 19-year-old sister looks up to me a lot and has begun began cycling through smoking weed regularly, excessively, then quitting, then starting again. Sure, she's not exactly on the brink of death, but my story started similarly over the past decade. I've alternated between two states. Uh, hyper-productivity, achieving goals, and participating in life. 
and then binges with various substances, isolation, and depression. Um, each phase can last anywhere from weeks to months and seemingly turn on a dime. When it comes to drugs, I've told my sister that it's not about strength or weakness. weakness it's about DNA. Some people are built for moderation. Others are not. I'm not. I've been lucky so far. You have to be honest with yourself. Um, is this a journey she has to experience for herself? Should I be more aggressive in my warning? She also mentions my conversation with Carl Hart, and she agrees that adults should be free to choose, but I can't help but feel like I'm watching my sister head towards a cliff. This is, the only, this is my argument against Carl's point. What he's saying is that the reason people get addicted is because of an existing psychological issue, whether it's trauma, mental illness, whatever. And, but he's like, but it should be legal anyway. And my only worry is there's a lot of people with trauma. Especially in, in America. Country. Yes. Yeah. Now, so then the, alter- the alternative is we keep it legal. I'm sorry. We keep it illegal and punish black people because of right. the population's use of, uh, not use of, it's just, uh, potential mental illness it's not again i think you not have to let the chips fall where they may but in some ways you do because we can't keep doing this is there a way to just isn't there a third alternative to like a real a real effort to decriminalize it of course uh, yes of course but what i'm saying is her sister this person has is bipolar so and has abused drugs and they've had a deleterious effect on her life so when when we know that there are people with diagnosed mental illness in the world how do we mitigate uh the legality so that so you're diagnosed bipolar right and if it's legal but you probably shouldn't take it, mm-hmm. but it's also legal. It's like okay, alcohol is legal. You shouldn't exactly. really drink. Or if you're like bi- bi- uh, bipolar uh, uh, mm-hmm. epilepsy. Don't right. watch a strobe. Like, I, yes, it's of course. Just not. It's it's. I'm so in awe that he took on such a topic because it's so. Carl? Yeah, it's, it's so nuanced and like. Yeah, it's really easy to drown in that topic, no matter what side you take. Yeah. So the and fact he that doesn't. He, sh- he didn't have canned answers, which was noble on his part. Right, but, but you need so- you need something in this yeah. kind of thing because someone can always he, counter. Whether it. he realized it or not, he was campaigning. He was campaigning for, and while he didn't want to go like Bianca, I'll tell you why. <laughs> right. He didn't want to be like a politician and hold a pen, Bianca. With my new plan, um, so. I, yes, I don't know what to tell people who are diagnosed with mental illness, and a lot of times their medita- their medication is these these you know otherwise relatively harmless drugs, right? Or drugs, plants. Again, Wait don't forget who I am. <gasps> Not for one second. If you forget who I am, I will hiccup. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know what to, I think you can tell your sister, but I also know enough about life that 
it's people have to learn lessons on their own. Yeah, it's impossible to learn a lesson in theory. It, well, it depends. I love a good other theory than lesson. you, the Hillary Duff gay thing. You can learn that lesson. You can learn that lesson. <laughs> I learned it before that, but um, I love a good learned lesson from your experience. They they work on me. Yes, but you, from other people. From other people, I don't okay. need ever need to like so many things. I remember when I was young, the gay thing, this uh, the story I'm about to tell you, this all happened mostly in like middle school, but uh, I discovered stealing and yep. I couldn't believe it was a thing yep. that you could actually do. And so me and my friends were like, let's go steal. And so we would have these, we'd steal so much shit from the mall. And then one day I didn't go with my friend and she got arrested and had to go and she was under probation, all that stuff, whatever. We were underage. But it did not dawn on me that we could get in trouble. It was just so easy. And so when I understood what happened to her, I never saw another day in my life. But I know there are some people who really that, have to. That's a, cl- that's, I don't think that, ca- that, first of all, that little girl was me. <laughs> um, um, that's what you call a year long callback. Um, the, that is so silly. the. You that's a, a different category because that's a fucking close call. No, that's a close call, and also close calls are scary. But if someone says, you know, I did this one thing, and like this happened, sometimes things just aren't in my brain, and when it gets in my brain, the world expands, and now that's part of my fear. So I, it really, I like people's stories. I like people's horror stories. I, I like it. So it works for me, but some people need to live the failure, you know? Yeah. Close calls are almost, but they're, I put mixed. them in second, like learning at first hand. Okay. Close call is a close second. Okay. Close calls, close second. And but then I do being have, told something. I love it being told though. I do. I like, yeah. That. What about you? Do you need to live it or can't you just hear like, you know, certain didn't work shit. out for my friend? You like you like a you like when people tell you. I like wisdom. There's certain things that you can't. I'm thinking. Chris was saying some. Rock was saying something yesterday about uh, jokes, a type of joke, and I was like, "Yeah, but when you say it, and it was about mean jokes, right?" Mm -hmm. And he's like, he basically saying like, "No, you can get away with it." I'm like, when you say it. It's joyously mean. <laughs> yeah. When I say it, it is mean. Right. <laughs> it's like so. There's like, like certain advice is just not applicable. Right. And so it's knowing when when it's applicable. Um, but there are some people, especially with drugs and alcohol, who I'm gonna take this journey. I'm going this way. You're to that point. You're to that point. I don't know if it's it's not a close call because I I wasn't going to be in Len Bias's college dorm. <laughs> um, I wasn't supposed to be there that night. But me and Dave used to talk about it all the time. Len Bias died. Wait, who's who's that? Guy? Len Bias was the number three. He was the best player in college basketball behind Michael Jordan. Gets did, drafted did by a- the Boston Celtics. Buy some coke with his friends that night. Heart explodes. He dies. Oh my god! It's crazy. Did they do a thirty for thirty. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they've done a. Yeah, 
And um, like when you see him play, it he kind of makes Michael Jordan. Wow, really? Not like he can jump the same. He's as athletic as Michael Jordan, but built yokier, right? Um, and that's one of those things where that's I've done cocaine twice. I've really once, once I've done cocaine once, and I and it was I was thirty six. <laughs> Because I just was like, Len, I don't know. It just worked on me. Right. Like, no, that's what's going to happen to me. I'm going to do it once. I did it the night of my Comedy Central special because I thought it would be funny if I died um, that (laughs) night. One line. And uh, so that's the uh, the alternative. Like, that's not a close. That's just hearing about something. Right. That's almost that a scare tactic. It's scary. Yeah, it's no, scare it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it did work. Uh, Like, I don't know. I know so. I don't know anybody that's done heroin. Yeah. Because, or crack, because it was just the campaign worked on the next generation, you know? Yeah. Crack is whack. And then heroin, needles? Who the yeah. fuck's doing that? Well, now, hopefully, everybody. <laughs> With a oh, vaccine. Neil, Guys, yeah. get vaccinated. That's what this whole thing was a circular way to promote vaccination. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, thanks for calling in. That's all the time we have for today. <laughs> Guys, thank you. We don't have to take this shit, and we're not going to take this I'm shit. Sure and sure. goodbye to you. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>